1: This Week in League, Mitchell Pearce shows how completely he's adapted to life as a knight as he ducks his head like the best of them.
0: Wayne is the rain and GI is the plane as Greg calls time on his career.
1: Nene McDonald graduates the Shunter School of Conditioning and begins at the Dugan School of Whistle Recovery.
0: Plus, we look ahead to Round 6 of the 2019 NRL season. All that more This Week in League.
1: Welcome to episode three hundred and fourteen of this week in league. I'm Nate, and I'm Jay, or as my daughter says, "Daddy's naughty words show with his naughty words friend." Yes, <laughs> and like I mean, honestly, even if you've only been around for one week, you would understand how appropriate that <laughs> that description would be. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, from the mouths of uh, seven-year-olds. Um, the man.
0: I'm sad. Well you're sad. Well you fucking I mean, well, you lost the Titans. Is there any, any other reason? Oh yeah, multiple, but you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny though, but I mean I'm I'm sure it was it last week or the week before, or maybe is it every week, that I've been saying, Wow, I just can't see where the first win for the Titans will come from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'd just I'd, like to say
0: I was fucking depressed, man. Do you know how depressed I was? How depressed? I started to think that Linkin Park was a good band. <laughs> That's how depressed I was.
1: So you you, you were uh, running like numb over and over? Yeah. Or, or or one of their, like, because their, their career was very much like the West Tigers, in fact, where, like, whatever you think of their musical output overall, the strongest material was at the start. <laughs> and, then, and then it was just a steady downward trajectory. <laughs>
0: Did they have more than one song? Yeah, yeah they did. Was it the same like the same melody with just different words on it? That's that's progressively. That's what it became. Yes,
1: there was definitely a style that they became towards the end, which was always like, which was like the one song that you skipped on the earliest, <laughs> and then they started just doing all of that shit. It all sounds exa- well. It's like Bon Jovi. I mean, you know, all their stuff now sounds exact like they had like you know the like the Have a Nice Day and you know, this is our house. They're all fucking same song now. Yeah, like they 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 actually established a formula that they could sell a fucking you know millions of.
0: Yeah, but John Bond's not, you know angry at dad because he wouldn't let him go out and meh. he
1: was and then he became the dad and <laughs> reality of life he's got to provide so he's just got to keep banging out this is our house and yeah, yeah. sell it to as many people as he can
0: but- no I I was sad and fucking then I went through the stages and I got the anger yeah I take it out on like I've
1: got a little a re- receptacle no what? oh <laughs> no well, the,
0: no the first stage is just passive aggressive shit like
1: what's that thing you put in Facebook group Who's nana did you fuck on the weekend <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wayne's guiltless
1: has have been left hanging up here? Uchensing, no, um,
0: no. I've got a little robot vacuum, yeah, that cleans my house. A Roomba? No, uh, it's a Samsung, Oh look, an
1: Aldi, an Aldi version.
0: No, um, and a Roomba. I cooked dinner, and there were crumbs all over the bench. Yeah, and I didn't wipe them into my hand. I just swept them onto the floor and made the robot pick them up. So yeah, well, fair enough. I'm not saying like I. I don't condone slavery, but I understand it.
1: And you know, if you're going to enslave something, then you know, robots is anything until, they, until, until, the, they, the until, until,
0: until the uprising, until the uprising, and you anyway. know, and then
1: who gives a fuck? Because we'll be all plugged into the matrix anyway. <laughs> Which is not that bad. Uh, I mean, yeah, spinning dancing dancing around the stupid dirty people raves <laughs> <laughs> in the bowels <laughs> of the fucking dump. <laughs> oh, that sounds good to me—a rave in a tip. <laughs> And getting
0: chased by fucking metal squids. Hey, you know what I want to do? I want to take pingers with a thousand ibis. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um,
1: News this week. I was going to say sad news, but I mean, it's not not sad. I don't even even care. GI retired. Uh, Obviously, you know, a fantastic player. Speculation has been rife over... Well, particularly the last seven days, you could see a building of all these things like, you know, this friend of his said, you know, you should retire. This friend, he said, oh, you know, you shouldn't retire because, you know, you retired a very long time. And what's the saying? You know, four months or something, your body feels great and you're like, I could do it again. Great. Come back. Blah, 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 blah. He's retired anyway on Monday. Yesterday, as we record the show, he uh, had a press conference there and uh, he has uh, shortened his career or ended it two years earlier than he would have uh, originally anticipated or was contracted for. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, fantastic player, one of the greatest. You know, when and when players retire, obviously, then the, the retrospectives, you know, come out and people start assessing the, the, the fullness of their career and their accomplishments and where they stack up, you know, with everybody else in the game, you know, in their position or, you know, overall or whatever. And you have to say, I mean, you know, he's a tremendous player, in both in in the in the centres and at fullback, uh, yeah, the, you know the early days he had like the the skinny GI days, where, and then he had like the I don't want to say fat GI days, but you know bulked uh, up GI days because they ma- weren't all
0: fat. I made this call about GI years ago with Twitter people, and then on the show a little while back. But can you imagine what GI would have done if he had a Cooper Cronk level dedication to you know conditioning yeah, and yeah. diet and pre-seasons. or just get, or getting the best out
1: of what he was what he was yeah, given yeah
0: yeah like there's there's that old thing that, you know you've got you've got effort players and you've got talent players mm-hmm. Gi was firmly in the talent thing
1: and given and you know blessed with you know supreme level of fucking you know, talent yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But, but the the scariest thought in all this for me is that. Well, I'm I'm almost glad that we never got to see effort plus talent beyond. Well
1: yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think it would have mattered so much because they were winning anyway.
0: Yeah, they were in state
1: of origin, like I know.
0: <laughs> so But just imagine Greg Inglis coming back round one from a preseason, absolutely fucking jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, can can run faster than he did last season because he'd been supplementing with these fucking Brazilian you know, aborted Zika fetuses.
1: <laughs> I don't think that'd do the body that good, to be honest.
0: <laughs> You're terrible at supplementation. <laughs> It'd be great until the first time he copped a crusher tackle. Things that came in and fucking bad.
1: Yeah, there's fucking blood and everything just like coming out of every orifice. <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, Fuck you, Brazilian Stephen Dank. Uh, t- uh, the... Now he is being given, like so what's going to happen is he's, he's retiring immediately, he's not being paid out by the by the Rabbits, mm-hmm. and he will then transition into a role, like ambassadorial sort of role and everything, yep. getting 300 grand a year, and then that's going to get topped up by someone like the NRL or someone else for doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, I've seen a lot of shit online about... I, I, one thing I will say, I, I think it does open a fucking can of worms in terms of like a potential loopholes in the future. Um, and mm-hmm. so it probably will be shut down. Yep. But I've seen a lot of people, particularly Manly fans, like relating it to the situation with um, Brett Stewart and, um, and Matai, like you know, medical retirement, and then Watmo with the Eels as well. Yep. And at the end of the day, those players were paid out. Yes. their contracts so it's a, that, that alone makes it a completely different situation he's not he's he's leaving one and a half million on the table yes and not getting paid that yep and then he, and but but the only thing that you know, could be a bit iffy is the fact that he's yeah, instantly yeah, been sh- transitioned into a into another job was paying a lot of money and that could conceivably in the future be a loophole whereby let's say Darius Boyd for argument's sake not injured. Hmm. But clearly, fucking passed it, yep. and has a couple of years left on a on a deal to be
0: paid out. You know, to, Can they turn him into an ambassador
1: could they say, "Listen, you are fucking shit, you're going to get dropped down the tweet or whatever the reggies, you know, or sorry, to know Redcliffe or you know Esau, yep. you know, Ipswich or whatever." Yep. So that's on the table, mm-hmm. or you could control your own destiny and retire
0: and be an ambassador,
1: and we will pay or... you three hundred Gs yes. to be an ambassador slash coaching assistant whatever and then you be top you can be a coaching assistant at the club and then you'll be topped up you know X amount by the you know we will get you an ambassadorial role yes, as well. It
0: definitely does open up loopholes. However I would assume that the ambassador goes towards the back office salary cap that will be in place.
1: I, don't, I the the way I, th- I thought it was more like a a role with Souths, and then on top of that, a further ambassadorial thing for the NRL. Yeah. On top. Yeah. Which he which he wouldn't be doing work for Souths. No. He'd be doing his thing for Souths, but then he'd be doing his you know overall, which would be a separate thing, and which yep. wouldn't that
0: wouldn't go against Souths at all. Yeah, and here's the thing, I'm I'm channeling the, you know, noted and and well respected. Modern day philosopher Dave Chappelle. Okay, when I say we need to learn to accept some imperfect allies, <laughs> so all the misgivings and you know, oh, GI's had it, he's had his fucking DUI stuff last year. You know, he's made some mistakes. He's made some poor choices, mm-hmm. and and these are all in the past. Before this modern day of the NRL clamping down on it, so yes. We'll- so it did happen, but. You know the work that he can potentially do in Indigenous communities, especially. Yeah. yeah. I think you know that the the pros outweigh potential cons of the past. You know. I don't think every player that wants to yeah, medically I, I, retire. Yeah, and, I
1: have and, no problem. I have no problem with it in terms of his
0: past. And this is the thing, though. This comes down to the fact that life isn't fair, and that there are no Jews in the NBA. Right? yeah like you said, Greg Inglis was blessed yeah with a fucking unholy amount of natural talent for the mm-hmm. game yep he happens to be an indigenous Australian mm-hmm. with strong ties to his community
2: mm-hmm.
0: That's why he's got yeah know, this this um current role every player yeah. that wants to medically retire like Darius. Isn't of that worth? He's not of that. value. Oh, there
1: No, he's he's proven that he's yeah. not. Yeah. So, yeah. however, but he still could. He could still get a job in the office because like this, the, like yeah, you talk about that, that cap, that's not a back office cap. Mm. It's like a football department cap. But they could say he's just fucking he's servicing N R M A clients or something like that. You know, some sort of liaison there and paying fucking million dollars or some you know yeah, some bullshit good. fee, and um, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a problem. They
0: definitely could. I I would assume the NRL is smart enough to have something in that about market rates for role. Let me just
1: stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> you you would assume the NRL are smart. No, no, you can't assume. For the that. same Not way that
0: they they have market value for players on salary. That you yeah, can't-
1: yeah, but there's no such thing as market value on some fucking corporate dude that's off the. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it would be. Hundred percent. Nothing 100%. that they can enforce though. They can do football department stuff and players. Mm. But they can't they can't tell the the Brisbane Broncos how much they want to pay a like a marketing then, executive
0: or some. Then bullshit. they would reserve the right to Because it's
1: Broncos Broncos, they're private, they're a private company. There's no They know. are.
0: But then they would reserve the right to, you know, um, tack that onto their salary cap. Yeah, but I mean I'm hoping they're fucking smart enough. So yes, what I'm saying is
1: I, I believe that they'll clamp it down pretty quickly because I mean there hasn't been balls. there hasn't been another situation happen like with the, the rot that the fucking dragons pulled with Gaznia. No, where they right. paid him nothing the first year he yeah, was like there, massively back-ended or thing, and then he retired, and then you know, to win, won the premiership, pinch hit for a premiership, yeah. retires, then they've paid nothing for a fucking world-class centre, yeah, you know. That's
0: it. Um, but do you, you know, the other thing, look at so look at medical retirements. Yep. Right. So you've you had, um, what, Mel, was the last high-profile yep. one. Yep. The rest of them that happen are really like um, Brown for the Panthers. Yeah. He ruptured his bowel. Yep. Which is. That's in the, the fucking, fucking. hideous. Like. Well, that's in the Rosie Batty level of irony. <laughs> <laughs> that's. <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, bitch should have changed <laughs> her name to Rosie Nerf Bat.
1: <laughs> Or you know, how about non-violence altogether? Yeah. Like <laughs> daffodil, <laughs>
0: <laughs> rosy sponge cake. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't think medical retirement is as frequent enough of an issue, and then especially of high-profile players that that it'll warrant.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, and Ingalls didn't want a medical retirement either. He's just a he's just a player who's just fucking broken down over ten years of highest level representative, yeah. everything. Blah blah blah. It's not like he's picked up some kind of incurable fucking injury. Yeah, last three weeks ago That's or whatever. Well, you know. I um, mean,
0: the other question I've seen bandied around a lot is how is this different to Robbie Farrar. And why is it okay for English to do yeah. it and not
1: His was back at a time when a contract was being negotiated though for the future and that was an inducement to, yeah, yeah. That is the answer. So 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 Tigers fans push the tampon back in, mate. <laughs> Let go of the ripcord because <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> and we don't need a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so like I can I can, I can appreciate that um that while it's different to all of the cases that other people have been banding around is like what yeah
0: um
1: it does still open potential ability for clubs especially ones with rich corporate partners to kind of you know finesse to free up some cap space for a yeah. large back end deal on a player etc. But you know, the real the real story is Inglis was a fantastic player. Um you know, certainly, you know, one of the one of the greatest, you know, state of origin players. I really um,
0: enjoyed him being in the Rabbits. Where I could and you know, I don't have the same sort of ingrained Melbourne haters you do. I just hate yeah. them because they were well, was chap cap cheating. Cap yeah, right. yeah. I mean yeah, you, you your teams never had a head to head rivalry yeah. with them, you know. Um they always flog us, but uh- <laughs> 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 Um it it was really nice when he went to South, yeah, to see him, you know, outside of that den of country that yeah yeah
1: that was Melbourne. So yeah, agreed, and um, you know, it's funny they were talking about like Mal Meninga's got to be fucking immortal, right? Mm. I read mean, English is fucking better than him, though. I mean, like apart from the fact he didn't kick goals,
0: yeah, every other
1: aspect of play, I only fucking had him easily.
0: Easily, and none of my family members have ever told me that Greg Inglis cheats at euchre.
1: Well, his brother didn't kill no one either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's if you know while we're, (laughs) I mean, if we want to, if we're trying to like run this shit down and compare (laughs) apples with apples. (laughs) To my knowledge, (laughs) I feel like it would have been brought up in the media (laughs) by now if it had happened.
0: Look. Yeah, and in the same lines of my comment about, imagine an English that was just one-track-minded about physical yeah. fitness. Imagine a Meninga in the modern game, mm-hmm. with with all of that around him playing a professional sport. Yeah, because he was a copper. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: that's kind. Of, it's like kind of about as bad as it gets, right? Well, <laughs> well imagine if without you, him if covering tried. up anything. The- <laughs> You know? yeah. uh, yep uh, what else did we have here um, yeah done that done that done that done that oh so Cam Smith speaking of cuts segueing from Malmeninga <laughs> Cam Smith broke the points record finally um he, the record of course was uh, held previously by Hazem Al-Mazri and uh, and uh, Cameron Smith drew level at 24 18 and then you know passed through the course of the game and uh <clears throat> look you know it's a great achievement however i would say i don't have all the stats in front of me but i would i would say that it's a testament to Cam Smith's durability and longevity in the game rather than his incredible point scoring ability and feats yes i think it's more. i think it's taken place over a tremendously much longer
0: period of time i i would suggest that the only sports in which highest points or points equivalent matters mm-hmm. is basketball uh cricket obviously not even cricket then because half the team aren't yeah you know um career batsmen yeah yeah you know, they they're just there for fucking warm bodies. That's so um, what you're saying.
1: There should be one like a. There should be a category for those for those who've never kicked a goal in their life. With the with with some asterisk exceptions there, like their their last game when they get the obligatory shot, yeah, you know, for the it. last try scored or whatever. Well, but even even that,
0: you know, you yeah. would suggest a uh, a proportionate number of tries are scored by centres and wingers.
1: Yeah, beef would be up there though. You know, yeah,
0: beef would, but I'm yeah. saying, yeah, you know, but a, mostly, yeah, a would, prop, yeah. Yeah, props not gonna. He's n- yeah. he's never there for, yeah. you know, the the highest. Well, score, so
1: you know, lay off the fucking Lamingtons and and maybe try and play for a backline spot. <laughs> and <laughs> you could be a GI or like a beast
0: down the centres. I'll I'll tell you why. My my final piece of categorical proof <laughs> of why highest point score it doesn't matter. Why is that? Because Smith holds it. I can't I can't remember where it was posted. It was it Twitter might have been the Facebook group. Somebody said, and this rung true to me, said he's only holding the spot warm for Jared Croker.
1: Yeah. And he's about what 200 behind or something, yeah. and he's still plenty young enough. Yes, that he has he got
0: like five seasons, yeah.
1: Left and, in him. and you know, his Cam Smith will certainly you know increase his lead over, over the course of this season, but I dare say Croker would narrow the gap between those two, yes, over over the course of this season, yeah. And he pretty, I, I wouldn't imagine he'd, he'd catch him, but I mean, I think he could easily take you know 50 60 off yep. that lead.
0: That's yeah. it. And so, here we are now talking about a in two years' Columbus time prestigious award. Where Jared Croker is the highest point scorer. Yeah. So
1: Well, he can kick a goal, I guess. <laughs> With tears through his eyes and shit. I mean, like okay, if we're gonna we're gonna boil it down who's greater, then you yeah, had Hazim or Mazri, who I can't think of anything to say about him, versus The person who's just usurped him, Cam Smith, got their fucking barb barb harping on him, you know, outside of footy training, just like... Fuck, did you see the photo they put
0: in of her? Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. And and then you've got Croker, who he's kicked all of his points through fucking, like, Teary eyes, so, so that's not some sort of handicap. Posts. So, who's, so who's handicap yeah, is true. more who you know? Maybe Croker does, you know, that's does, does, does uh, maybe he's already should be the record holder. You know, if you put like a handicap system in place,
0: mm, he is so, indeed handicapped,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, he's seeing four goalposts each time. Yes. It's fucking miracle, he even gets one of them over. Yep. Um, but the best thing that came out of that Cam Smith thing, you see the video from Hazem El Masri? Oh, Fuck! You're kidding me. You didn't see it? No. I will have to show you when we finish recording. Okay. But it was like a video of like him and him is amazing in the lounge room watching it, going like and the kick goes over and they're like clapping, and they get up and they go outside. And he's like. God damn! Fuck! You know, like, yeah. and he's just like cursing. him out in the, like the back patio area of the house. He goes out through the sliding doors, and they got the TV. He chucked the TV <laughs> on the ground, starts stomping on the flat screen TV, and then he said, "Then he's like, you know, congratulations, mate. You know, blah." blah, blah. You know, then he does the gracious thing, yeah, and then he's just like, you know, turns around, and starts stomping on the TV again. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic! It was out pumped out through. Uh, I saw it pumped out by the the Bulldogs Twitter. And uh, that is some uh, finally some some fucking good content. That is, I I'd, I I'd, I I'd lie. I mean, like they they have been getting better, and it has been been pretty good year, this year, yeah. So far with the social media content, but uh, that was another excellent example of. Um, do you want to talk about the referees stopping the the games and whatnot? We can talk about that in the actual game itself. Yeah. Either way, fucking sort yourself out. cunts. I mean, like I I hate to I hate to agree with someone like Phil Gould, but I think he said something about referees are so, they've been trained to be so hung up on the process of everything that, like, they've lost the feel for the game. Yeah. It's like, who cares what the process is? You can fucking clearly see. Yeah, the cunt's like, legs. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so fucking stop the game, for God's sakes, you know. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll get to that anyway. Yep. recaps Thursday night. The West Tigers, 22, defeat the Broncos, 16, Suncorp Stadium, just under 24,500 in attendance. The Tigers, 22, came from tries to Garner, Eisenhuth, and Michael Cheekam. Masters come back with three of three conversions and two of two penalty goals to uh, somewhat make up for his diabolical performance uh, the previous week. Broncos, 16, it, has tries anyone
0: tried to rip his face off and see if it's Tim Simona wearing a mask? I don't know. It's fucking dead set. That cunn money on Penner the week before.
1: <laughs> you were one of those social media trolls that were smashing him on Instagram, accusing him of match fixing and oh, really? probably being racist as well. Did that happen? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I saw an article about it today. Um, and this was he answered the critics with this, you know, blah, blah, this disgusting. Blah, blah, social, Damn. blah. Um, the Bronco 16 tries to uh, Gillett and Nicarima. isako two of two conversions and two of two penalty goals.
0: Fuck, I feel sorry for Matt Gillett. Why? Trying his fucking guts out. Oh, fuck him. No, nah. Mate, I've said a long time, he's probably like, on par with Luke Lewis as a complete footballer of, of the modern era. Luke Lewis could tackle, though. Yeah, Jillet can tackle. yeah.
1: I've seen times when you couldn't make a fucking tackle His, yeah, name, his like, life, everyone misses I mean, he's against a fucking great player like Steve I But still
0: um, You know, obviously all the talk about this game was Was about the end Yeah And it was about Two very different Sets of Probably equally diabolical Two
1: very fucking. The same sets Setting up for field goals And saved by one piece of individual brilliance Probably mixed in with a, a Heavy dash of luck
0: also, five pieces of individual <laughs> It's Five
1: pieces of Brisbane shit. Yeah. Um. Led by Mister Fucking Hanky himself, Darius Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's no longer fluffy. Now he's Mister Hanky. <laughs> the players run to do. It. It's a one-on-one situation. coming you know cover cover defence. The tackle needs to be made.
2: <laughs>
1: Straight in for a try.
2: Well, gee,
1: Michael, you look like you need to get off your nerdy run. <laughs>
0: I think I slipped on a peanut. <laughs> um, but even before that, yeah. the set with Brisbane setting up.
1: The fucking worst. They started that set like, Jesus. Oops. Like, Close. Yeah. They were they were in the position where they were playing the ball like on the 30 and it was that easy just dish it out the back to the, to someone standing on the 40 and just bash over the
0: simplest of field goals without any pressure. And the issue was that ball Milford could and probably should have taken that pass mm-hmm. and he didn't even lift his fucking arms. Mm-hmm. He just watched it sail past him. Yep. I don't know if it's just no awareness i don't know if he mind blanks i don't know but if that he- was like a collective
1: like the, the the you know there's the like osako's done it before as well where the fuck is he yeah you know like if he's going to be the guy then and you know that's great he can he can get in the locker room afterwards and and yep. you know get milford to fucking suck his balls for not being clutch that's fine. But be the guy on the field the first choice every time to take the yeah. you know, be that first choice. Yeah, Don't be it. the guy when, you know, just when Milford fucking starts hiding behind a yeah. blade of grass so he doesn't get the ball. Be the guy and put your hand up and get in there and fucking get ready to take it.
0: It just seemed that both of them tried to be too clever. Like even when the Tigers got down the other end, they tried to do the old, you know, switcheroo. Like you know, Penrith were famous for it mm. when they went out to Maloney. Yep. And then he was covered, yeah, so, so he that, flicked back out to Cleary, yep. and, and this was last year, yep. the year before, fuck, I forget. Um, but still the best way is, as Corey Norman showed us, two weeks in a fucking row, to have the person taking the field goal set up really, deep, yeah, you know, and in their range, that's it, and for them to take the attempt. Yep. Like, none of this fucking pass, oh, and none. get them
1: to chuck it out like you know twenty meters back. So, yep. so they've got to fucking run yeah. a marathon before they can even think of trying to stop you taking yeah. a shot. You got all the time in the world. That's it. Yeah, unless you're at the uh, the absolute limit of your range or whatever, and you, by necessity it has to be taken from a shorter, you know, distance from the defense. Yeah, but well, but when what. you've got but when you're set up and like you know you're you've got the your pigs rolling up to the twenty center field. Yeah,
0: you can. Everyone kicks them from the forty. And in, in that situation, if you're at the, the extent of your range... Yep. ...the smart move is... And this is what you see the fucking Cooper Cronks of the world do. If, you, if you're not going to kick the field goal, don't make the attempt. Yeah. Just yep. Put it into a fucking corner. Yep. Put the kick into a Especially corner.
1: Especially if you, if you don't have, like, the Cherry Evans thing where he can he can kick them equally well off both feet. So he can sort of do that step and then kick yeah. it left-footed and still, yeah. you know, still have a, uh, a chance of getting it over. That's it. But, um... Yeah, man. But th- this is in a fucking competition that has the Gold Coast Titans and, and the Canterbury Bulldogs this season. Mm. The Broncos have the fucking worst spine. A <laughs> spine of a fucking amoeba yeah. this year. It- On paper, McCulloch's done the job for years. Fucking solid, solid guy. Darius Boyd, you know, <laughs> try yep. scoring his, you know, origin, you know, blah, blah. And then, know, yeah, obviously hyped up
0: Milford. Tell you what fucking uh, he career. should have been given the loudest tributes on GI's career when he announced it. Well, I mean, well, fuck every try he scored was yeah. pretty much because of GI. Yeah. That's why GI smashing G.I. Up a couple his of <laughs> because Darris pays him fucking residuals. <laughs> <laughs> but the,
1: I mean, for a spine, yeah, you know, of round five of the season, yeah. They are fucking awful. McCulloch, I was I saying, like, you know, been there a long time, solid. He's fucking cooked. Do you see some of the options he was taking? Yeah. Even when they'd be constructing sets and they'd have guys lined up to the left, ready, they'd be sort of, you know, just to the right of the upright. Yep. The sets roll, they're stacking guys on the left, and ultimately, you know, that tackle three or whatever, you're, you're swinging it that way. Yep. Go himself, throw it out to the fucking blind side. What the fuck is, like, yeah. what is Seibold telling these cunts? Obviously. He expects him to, you know, the whole be game Damien plan is predicated
0: Cook. off Damien Cook. The <laughs> Damien Cook, just uh, yeah, I know. Don't know, man.
1: It's, just, it, it's just, I fucking, he he's a, a fucking liability. And then you've got Boyd, and like, we don't need to spend any more time talking about what a liability he is. And again, he proved that with another spectacular fucking non attempt at making a tackle when the when the tackle
0: needed to be made. I don't know if it's because I watched it in slow mo. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm thinking about all the times that I've fallen over. Yeah, on grass. Yeah, I don't know if my legs bent. I might be wrong, but normally when you fall over, it's because you're running and you go to change direction, and your feet just come
1: out. And your feet because come you're not out. wearing fucking tags. No.
0: Yeah, but oh, yeah, I suppose that's a good point. Maybe mm. he does got caught in, and that's why his legs bent. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, he's it's it was almost like a fucking planned. Ball.
1: But it's even like the, the, the useless cancer. I don't even remember who it was that he beat, like in that little cluster that were, was around him back where he made the line break. I mean, even those guys, I mean, at the very least, if he's going to go through, they could have at least created some sort of a channel in which he has no option but to spit out directly at boy who yeah. then makes the tackle. Yeah. But. Ugh. But that said, it was equally as fucked. I mean, they came down to the play in which they were looking like they were going to, you know, have the field goal attempt and not a chance. And it was only through individual brilliance, poor defense, and a dash of luck because he only just got there too. Yeah. Like, I mean, you say what you want about the the Boyd missed tackle, but they eventually got him and, you know, it was almost that situation where it was close to a double movement. He was that close to not getting there. and. So there was like you know, there, was, there was a lot of sprinklings of you know good fortune and whatever you want to call it, but without that individual brilliance to just say fuck it and try and go for it,
0: yeah, yeah. There's enough there, I think. looking at those two teams. There's enough for the Tigers to build on. You know? Yeah, well, but the other thing um, as
1: well, I mean, is the Tigers capitulated badly in that game. I mean, they had they had that game well in hand at like yes. 16-8 or whatever it was, with you know not a great deal of time left, and they let the Broncos way back into it. They certainly did.
0: Um, but you know Reynolds is is doing what Reynolds does. Mm. He yeah he, he just seems to me to be like great a- great club a, man. A working class Thurston. You know how Thurston would do that thing <laughs> where he was just he, he was he was like a um, I don't know a like a, a pug on meth. You know <laughs> like did fucking everywhere. Yeah. Um and and Reynolds to me you know he's tempered that. And he's got the same level of enthusiasm and intensity. A fraction of the talent, but fra- a fraction, <laughs> fraction Um But he's also gotten a lot
1: of stupidity out of his game. Well, he's not tripping people every week. He's
0: and not tripping people. He's and not I'm not. No, and count. I'm
1: not noticing him giving away a ton of penalties either. Yeah.
0: And that little short kicking game he's developed. Mm. Like well, he always had a decent kicking game, but yeah. now, so it's uh- yeah. Mm.
1: But I think both both I mean, Tigers very happy to get the win. No doubt they needed it. I mean, they yep. kind of fell in a hole after starting the season well. Um, but you know, it wasn't that that win. I don't think, apart from like the emotional, you know, euphoric thing of a last second try, yep. you know, by you know against the odds by a player. Take that out of it, and it's barely the other side of the coin to the week
0: before yeah. losing a
1: fucking shit fest to you know to the Panthers. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, both sides are a lot to work on, but yeah, like I tell you, fight. it does it does warm the heart to see the three Queensland teams in the bottom four. Yes. And what a shame that the fucking dogs could not get their shit together to give us the, the trifecta propping up the entire table well, what for do you
0: probably ex- the first time in history. What do you expect when there's a fucking Queenslander running their team around?
1: <sighs> yep. Okay, what do we got here? The, uh, I like Chewy on, uh, on Twitter, said, uh, Boy, you, hes t- look. Chewy got permanently deleted from Twitter. He's only there through fucking magic and witchcraft. So <laughs> you know, so. Like, like when you were permanently banned from Twitter, it's amazing the shit they'll catch you trying to do, trying to sign sign back up.
0: I fucking owes it
1: is. It's it's impressive, believe me. Yeah. I mean, and but he's he's managed to claw his way back. Then he directly tags the Broncos in this tweet. Like, he wants to get fucking <laughs> X'd off again. Boyd, you useless fucking cum-guzzling piece of shit. <laughs> Put your goddamn body on the line, you gutless cunt. I refuse to watch the Broncos again until Boyd is sacked. Utter fucking disgusted at the way you were playing as a so-called team this year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shout out to the Broncos account who, uh, who obviously don't have a block and report policy. Um, good on you for taking that very constructive criticism.
0: Or are just okay with the truth.
1: Well, they've already blocked him, and they didn't see it. <laughs> but I mean, you know, Twitter's getting people now. They're ta- they're tagging people just who call other people cunts. Yeah, in their tweets, friendly or no?
0: No, hang on, it's not. It's not cunts,
1: is it? Cunt, yeah. Really? Yeah, pretty what sure. Um, yeah, they tried to fucking they tried to hit us with that shit. Oh, that's right. We're we calling chappo a cunt. Well, not even calling, not calling him a cunt. Just using that word in a tweet that was actually f- a fairly friendly tweet. Yeah. And so that's and you know they give you the option when you get when you get the suspend it's like you know click here to sort of acknowledge your your punishment then you'll delete the offending tweet and that you won't do it you know that's right and so so they can say you know you've got a you've done it before and you've conceded Mm -hmm. you've done it before and I'm like no I fucking will not concede appeal and it didn't take him more than a couple of hours to oh really to yeah back down and that tweet's not deleted immediately as soon as as soon as the thing came back and said oh yeah it's back and you know we've got the results of your thing I'm like boom where's that tweet retweet. (laughs) Just to to say, motherfucker, I'm the deleting shit. (laughs) Uh, JDHD said, uh, and so the 2019 Glenn Blakely Fairweather Cup goes to the Tigers. Real Dad assuredly is surrounded by Toowoomba lumpers with a tear in his eye and a stiffy in his pants. This year, he's a Tigers fan. (laughs) (laughs) Your friend and mine, Mr. Wars, what a fucking cripple fight. I'm absolutely here for Jack Bird going full Michael Hancock with the cross field. If this is how Seabold is going to play Milford, in brackets, as a fucking potato, (laughs) sucking the life out of him, poor cunt, uh, what type of rugby league are we playing? AIDS. (laughs) You said it, brother. The Gold Coast Titans got their first win of the season over the Penrith Panthers, 30 points to 24 at Seabus, with an alleged crowd of 8,600 plus a few plus the real crowd, 8,600 people, plus the actual crowd. And uh, the Titans 30 came from tries to Tyrone Roberts, Michael Gordon in his 250th game, were they? Yes. It? Anthony Don, Jared Wallace, Bryce Cartwright with also with tries. Uh, Gordon, five for five conversions. Panthers 24, tries to Maloney, kick out Fisher-Harris-Mansor and four for four
0: conversions to Nathan Cleary. I said it in talking to a couple of Penrith mates that Michael Gordon... Has fucking Christopher Reeve levels of stem cells every game he plays us. I saw something he and I can't remember if
1: it was in Facebook or not, but someone said that like, my every game for Michael Gordon is a revenge game because he's played for every team. <laughs> <game.
0: laughs> uh, um, you know, it. Trying to look at positives out of this game, cause fuck me, there weren't many. The first fifteen minutes that mm-hmm. Penrith looked like they were starting to get around being a solid positional play territory driven rugby league team you know they but
1: were, then you realize it was the titans and they always give that shit away at the beginning of a game well they,
0: they were up they were up in defense early they were structured in their offensive sets there was nothing too flashy but you know then They start to do stupid shit and just let the Gold Coast right back into it. They had them on the ropes. Yep. They had the Gold Coast on the fucking ropes. And then the fucking errors and the penalties start. And they're stupid penalties. They're fourth, fifth tackle. Or they're fucking, you know, relieving drop balls right when we're starting to build pressure. And that stuff's all good and well. But it doesn't lose you games unless the opposition take advantage of it. And to the Gold Coast credit, they did. You know, they... They had, I think it was three repeat sets right on the goal line where we just didn't put any pressure on them whatsoever to make a mistake. Yep. Um, and then the Wallace try that was scored, that that was one of those ones where I sat there afterwards wondering, hang on, was there a whistle?
1: Because it seemed like, yeah. Like- you,
0: know, you know the ones where there's there's a whistle for something and the player just runs through and grounds the ball out of habit? Yep. I'm thinking, fuck, what are we going back for? Oh. Oh fuck, they've given that. Oh yeah. fuck me. It It
1: was so simple that it surely must have had an obstruction or something like that. Yeah, that's a that's a thought process. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%.
0: Yeah. There's been a lot of talk this week and a couple of the players have come out, like, you know, RCG came out and, and said that his form's not good and he apologised to fans and he promises to work on it. Do you apologise
1: for being a fucking piece of great. shit trying to want to be wanna be a fucking tough guy?
0: I don't know. Because um, <laughs> I don't I don't remember
1: hearing that quote. And that's what, the fan, that's what Penrith fans should be wanting to hear. <laughs> because fucking hell, you don't have to do that shit. No, not at all. Or do it when you're actually when like you cucking your opposition, it. you know. That's
0: it. Yeah. You know. Um, Fisher Harris played his guts out in that game as well. But fuck me. I've I've never been so depressed about our dummy half prospects. Because Katoa looks like an old man that they've come in they've got to come in who is afraid for his life at what he does
1: and and but you, and you never been a massive fan of him never. but then you're like but then you had like you had egan in your pocket and but he's proven not to be an, an, an answer for anything either
0: yeah it i, I think with a bit more first oh, grade why time oh one that's still in the book is get him in couldn't do any worse surely no he's um medically retired Yeah. <laughs> Staff.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. He's still in the book, so, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Signing for one of these fucking $1 contracts before June 30.
0: Um, And for, I don't know. Maybe all of that time playing hooker in his entire junior career um, has meant that Katoa now needs to really focus on the service he gives. I don't know. Um, but our ruck speed was woeful yep. in this game. In the beginning, it wasn't too bad. And I believe the forwards made up for a lot of poor dummy half work. Yeah. But then when we were under pressure and people were starting to fatigue, it became really clear just how slow Katar is. Yeah. Um, and that's one area in the modern game that you can't afford to be poor in. Yeah. Teams get absolutely fucking monstered.
1: Especially now that they have the whole referee discretion thing as well, where yep. that sort of thing... Is given a lot of leeway as well. You yes.
0: Know? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And and the other sad thing is that Josh Mansell, it's it like he he's a wonderful bloke and everyone loves him and he's given great service to the club,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but after fucking Don caved his melanin, and you, you get you.
1: You wouldn't hasn't be- hasn't been the same since he had to put on John Travolta's face to fucking hunt down the, the, the Uber criminal.
0: <laughs> yeah, if if anyone has woken up from surgery and said I could eat a peach for hours, <laughs> you could understand them, really. You know, but he's like he's shirking contact. You know, he, he's a winger. For and pups.
1: like I and like I get I get that. Like I understand yeah. how it happens.
0: Yes, but
1: you you can't. Be doing that shit, you know, and and be doing your job to the you know full extent that's yeah. required by the side.
0: You are a winger, and you yeah. are going to get kicked at. Yeah. When you're a winger that doesn't have a height advantage over a lot of people, I'm surprised he doesn't get kicked at more. It
1: has to be yeah yeah, and you have to do the stuff that, you know, got your face caved in, you know, yeah, by like it. by ridiculous, you know, courageous body on the line. Yeah. Shit with yeah. no, with um, with no good ending.
0: The, there's a lot to do there, but I'm just hanging on to the the stuff that. We gotta have faith in the players, and I've heard, you know, direct quotes from players saying that they, they know what they're working on and they know what they need to do. Um,
1: they said that they would have said that last week, though, right? Week before? No, they
0: won. They said the that week every before. week.
1: Yeah, you know, okay, the week before that, then. I'm sure they would. What I'm saying is uh, that's that's a, that's the down. standard. That's the standard there shit here at you know
0: breast well, days. Forgive me for wanting to light a candle.
1: I've... Look, there's no forgiveness required. I understand it, and I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but fair play. At some the
1: stage, you can't light candles for fucking seven yeah. years and put it into five. All right. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, with the Titans even losing, fucking Moonface. Yeah, that would have been. They would have had any excuse to to get down and. Yep. Look- Yep, yes, but um, no. Full credit to them; they took it.
1: See, Michael Gordon is uh, well and truly assimilated with Gold Coast.
0: Fuck was that? That was my phone telling me it's almost bedtime. You got
1: a lullaby fucking thing on your phone?
0: I sure as fuck do. <laughs> I was I say?
1: Uh, also, seeing Michael Gordon uh, fully assimilating with Gold Coast culture by walking to the sidelines after the game and getting a beer off a fucking <laughs> of a rando. Uh, off a rando, <laughs> and uh, and and having a shoeie out of his own fucking boot. So, uh
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: Mate, well, the king, king, king. Well, king hang on, player. he grew
0: up near Southport, didn't he? Well, there you go. Isn't mm. that his whole thing? Like, I, he, I don't He fa- I promised don't, the coach of his junior team that he'd come back up and play. He's there. played in
1: so many places, I've no fucking idea where he came from. Well, yeah,
0: he's played, what, Penrith, Parramatta, yep. Sharks. Sharks. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. There's
1: got to be more in there, right? Where did he start? Did he start? Did he start his career with the Panthers? I think so. Yeah. Look, you know, people who can be fucked looking that shit up can. <laughs> eh, fuck it.
0: <Okay.
1: laughs> Aficionados of Flash Gordon yes. can, uh, you know, let us know where he made his debut for fucking Arboria. Um, fat, hairy, lazy. Fucking unbelievable. Except for Tamau and DWZ, none of them deserve to wear the jersey. Katoa throwing up shit sandwiches from dummy half. (laughs) RCG with his fake tough guy, Cunnery. Discipline and heart liking. Halves couldn't manage a heart on at the moment. Hashtag hello, darkness, my old friend. Shanta86. I heard LeBron was making Space Jam 2. Is it fiction or is it a documentary? Somewhere there's a young, skillful, determined rugby league Monstars outfit that's left 17 fucking shells from Penrith. (laughs) Paul Mac <laughs> underscore 78, Michael Gordon. It's funny. It's not even a response to that previous tweet, but it just it just matches with it. it bookends it beautifully. Uh, Michael Gordon is greater than Michael Jordan. We fucking thrun through those Panther frauds. Uh, Aaron Ma. James Maloney would have to be one of the biggest whinging cunts in the game. Generally speaking, I like Penrith, but that prick really does test you. And uh, Stuart. Stuart. Apparently Ivan's not tired anymore, but I'm tired of Ivan. How the fuck did they train all week and go out there and not know what's up? Their one play, pass it to kick out, is good for six points a game. But what else have they got other than rubbish midfield bombs? New rule. If you're not in 20, kick to the corners and get yourself set defensively. If it's good enough for the Roosters, Storm South, dot, dot, dot.
0: That is fucking... True as shit. That's the stepdad remix. Yep, that- yep. Exactly. The Storm, 18...
1: Defeat the Cowboys, 12 at 1,300 teeth, just over 14,000 in attendance. The Storms, 18 tries to Will chambers and a double to the Fox. Uh, Cameron Smith, a conversion and two penalty goals, one of which uh, put him over the top for the record, as we mentioned earlier. The Cowboys, 12 tries to Tamari Martin, Ben Hampton. Kahu, one of two conversions and a penalty goal. Cowboys, so game for so long in this game. They really, they really, they gave, it, it never, I mean, in the first half, it, it, it felt great, like, fuck me, the Cowboys are on. And even the second half, they were still so game, but then it was very early in the second half where where it, it became inevitable that yeah. Melbourne were eventually going to hold the ball for just long enough so to do just enough yeah. and get over the top. And once that happened, you know, they just go into full fucking lockdown mode and, it, you know, there's no comeback.
0: It is scary. Like, you contrast that with Penrith, right? Yeah. And- yeah. And Penrith seem to me to be Penrith are at the mercy of the games, so they're just there, yeah, waiting to see what the game gives to them, and then what they, scenarios they the game's going deal with that. Yeah. Whereas Melbourne go, oh, hang on, no, we don't like this, so we'll just rewrite the script, change shit. the scenario.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you got to feel for the Cowboys, like,
1: no, you don't really, don't. you don't really, though, really, do you? It's figure of speech. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're not those You don't really players. mean it, though. No, I don't
0: <laughs> at all. Fuck them as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. Um, to be up, they they played really tightly in the first half. There was nothing you know, overly spectacular, but they just played some good basic footy. They're up by eight, and then fucking ninety seconds before half time, the killer Chambers just splits them, mm-hmm. and then all Chambers, the, yeah. All of a sudden, then,
1: ah, uh. and he—he he really did fucking split him too. Like that's the—that's yeah. the—that is the most open Will Chambers try I think I've ever fucking seen. To the point where I was like, "Who the fuck was that?" And then you are like, "Isn't that Will Chambers?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> and again, yeah, you know, I was like, "Why is a fox doing one in from the side?" <laughs> and Cameron Munster, you know, yeah, you, you talk about someone who's just. Leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. The peak of their powers. And the one thing I really enjoy about watching him play is that the cunt is on both sides of the field, either setting up or supporting, Mm -hmm. and he is now firmly one of those players where even his presence is enough to create opportunities. Yep. Because he'll turn up on the other side of the field and then some canny fullback will tell him to start stacking defenders on that side because that's where the play is running. Yep. And then that just leaves Melbourne with options all over the fucking park. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute asset to that team. Um, what about the eye gouge? Oh,
1: I don't see like like Munster is a is a scrappy little player with a healthy healthy dollop of cunt in his own game mm-hmm. healthy dollop i mean you know it's 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 no secret i mean not so it hasn't really emerged this year but last year like i mean he's a he's a fucking little piece of
0: shit really but oh he's a couple of steps above larrikin
1: <sighs> a couple of steps below poor gallon back when he's when he's when he's dropping racial fucking slurs and pulling open stitches um You know, it's the same scales, but you're measuring from the light side and I'm measuring from the dark side. Yeah, he's
0: he's on the Michael Jackson.
1: But the reason why I bring that up is because I feel that like players like that have a code and their code is like, they're going to do shit like, you know, pull stitches and you know, do facial and things like that. But on the flip side of it, they're not really, they're not going to fucking convulse around like fucking... Like, bitches, like, bitches. like 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 bitches. If yeah. something happens to them, that kind of like it stays on the field. You know, and they and yeah. and, and 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 as he evidence as evidenced by when the referee said when well, he got up clearly clutching at his eye, and uh, and then the referee came up to him after that play and was like, you know, do you want to make a report on, you know, do you want to report that? Oh, I gauge do you want to officially make a complaint about that? eye oh, get, and he's
0: like, nah. But um, the replay that's the- so fucked. That's on par with. Oh well. His wife's afraid of losing his fucking hundreds of thousand dollars a year contract, so she's withdrawn her statement, so we can't prosecute him for domestic violence. Yeah, <laughs> and um, that's th- on par.
1: And then the replay, not, but- and then the replay immediately after is just like McGuire's just fucking. Blasting, finger blasting his fucking orbitals, yeah. <laughs> and you know, once again, that's another player where it's no secret that he's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, and I wanted to, and I, I was just going to say on the field, but no, off the field too. Yep. lest we forget the, uh, the you know bus. taunting the PNG youngsters with jerseys out the window of the bus like a, like an absolute
0: fucking tosser. Yeah, the um, third world children don't have enough problems, oh,
1: and yeah, and they have to go and watch that fucking cunt in action. Yeah. And then having taunt them after the, you know, or beforehand.
0: Yeah. Um, like seriously, they can't take a piss till they're sure their dickworm's sleeping. Yeah. yeah it's that yeah. bad. And they can't and, get a jersey.
1: And uh, I th- and whilst the video evidence wasn't 100% conclusive, but the angle that we saw on the TV is pretty
0: fine. Sure. <laughs> like
1: it didn't take much of and a know mental he, leap you know to get from A him? to B. A fine. A fine. A fine. And do you remember back in the day, like, when tripping and eye-gouging were, like, the worst probably two things you could do in the game? Yeah. And now, you get players fucking brushing a guy's head when they're pulling out of a tackle because the guy fucking slipped down in front of them, getting two weeks, and a guy caught on video eye-gouging
0: gets a fine. Now, Josh Maguire, in 2018, had three contrary conduct charges. Yeah. Around 14, 18, and twenty-one. Yeah. So and that spanned a
1: lot of stuff too, wasn't it? Like, of yeah. hair pulling and yeah, yeah,
0: just general country.
1: Yeah. So the sort of, the sort of shit we were taught in year
0: nine. Well done, Five match review yeah. committee.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's at some stage. I mean, do they even look at those finable offences and treat them as like with stackable demerits as well? Like, yeah. okay, sure, that's it a in, fine. It increases. And the next the one's fine. a fine. Yeah, so it's not like eventually. Come on, man.
0: No, I mean the Batch review committee. Our
1: coffers are very happy with your conti- your, your very generous donations and regular the match review too.
0: Committee can charge people with offences, mm. right? So what they could have done was charge him with something and sent him to the judiciary, mm-hmm. but they decided to impose the fine. Yeah they and
1: yeah and and you know what maybe because the, it wasn't 100 it was only 99 percent conclusive evidence maybe that one percent was the the room in which uh a, a good lawyer defending the player would get them off and they'd end up with nothing or who cares i don't know but just a fucking piece of shit. Uh, Leroy Brown, 1978. In 20 years of supporting the Melbourne Storm, I can't remember seeing a performance this fucking piss poor. Oh, and I forgot about this. Fuck Sandor fuck Shandor Earl is a fucking useless cunt with a cunt haircut and should fuck off the Reggie's. Look, it was an unhappy return after many, many years in the wilderness of Thailand with fucking juice bar or whatever the fuck he's doing over there.
0: <laughs> Wasn't he running a gym? Doesn't everybody uh, go to Thailand to run a gym? Uh, I, th- I thought he was running like a... F- fucking
1: smoothie bar or supplements something or other yeah some shit anyway very like bellamy would not be pleased is he i haven't looked at the team list i mean but bellamy would not even even if he didn't have vernie at his disposal i don't think he'd be i think he's had enough (laughs) i mean that was bellamy's killed people for less than that yeah that's it uh robert from facebook says uh fuck this game i rewatched mad max fury road instead fuck that movie's good i cried (laughs) so yeah i hear the cowboys lost (laughs) (laughs) um russell said uh cameron smith now has 2420 career points or 1210 points per contract hashtag cheating cunt kiri says uh The last five minutes of that game was an absolute disgrace, and I guess it's our turn to feel personally victimized by the Melbourne Storm. Oh, and regardless of whatever cooked rule exists, who the fuck doesn't stop the game when two key players are so clearly injured like that? That is heartless as fuck and makes this a cruel fucking game to watch. And yeah, that's what we started to talk about in the the news section. So the protocol is that the trainers have to to inform the, the touchies, and the touchies then send it through to the, mm-hmm. the the referees and then they, you know, to stop the game. But I, I feel that the video evidence was fairly conclusive that the trainers more than had the attention of the touchies. Yes. And the touchies somewhere in between A, B or C, there was a communication breakdown and they either didn't chose not to communicate or they communicated and it was ignored by the men in the middle. But in any case, they've been dropped as yep. a result this week. So um, that's what you fucking get. Mm-hmm. Do your job right. And uh, when you see people that are literally dead on the field. Yeah. Or thereabouts. Yeah. Stop the fucking game because, yep. I mean, that was a crucial a crucial time in the game as well. Yeah. And uh, Melbourne trying to close the game down against an 11-man defensive That's line. That's it. Uh, Troy said, uh, Pro, Green finally made changes and aside from the first 10 minutes, they worked. Con, Con, 90% of those changes had a limb snap or would be suspended due to shit cunt kind of grubbery which had me throwing remotes. That's <laughs> um, referees not stopping the game because of trainers who were a little busy holding legs and arms together at a time, didn't tell the touch judges to stop the game. I put that in the rest fault column. Hashtag blind cunts. I think I think they did notify. I, from, that's what I saw Yeah. When they, were, when they were talking about it. It looked like they were notifying the, the shit out of those touches. Yep. The Rabbitohs, 28, feed the Warriors, 24 up at Sunshine Coast Stadium in front of a crowd just shy of 12,000. The Rabbits, 28, came from four tries to Cody Walker. Ethan Lowe got one as well. Four of five conversions to Reynolds. The Warriors, 24, tries to RTS, Tavanga, to Tohu Harris, and Lusone. Uh Four of four conversions for Chanel, Harris, Tavita as well.
0: well. Heartbreak for Warriors fans. Heartbreak like they haven't felt. Since a certain day, when Levius decided to fucking make a bet,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the, the and the, just the, the the brief synopsis of that story was, when we actually had a meet up at a uh, hotel La one uh, before some game for some well, I don't know what Manly it was, double header or something like that. Yeah, was it? That's right, yeah, it was double header. And uh, the afternoon game was the uh, Warriors the versus game? yeah, it was it yeah. was Warriors versus the Panthers, and it was on sort of in the early earlier in the afternoon because New Zealand time. And that game, the Warriors had a, a pretty huge lead. I can't remember what it was, but it was you know probably three tries, something like that, yeah. uh, there, thereabouts about at half time over Penrith. And uh, Levius was fucking loving life, strutting around like a peacock. And then, boy, did that start to change in the second half, where Penrith uh, scored try after try before <laughs> eventually overcoming, getting over the top of them, and, and winning fairly easily. I think they ended up winning quite well yeah. in that yeah, game yeah. as well. It wasn't like a last minute thing. And um, yeah, unlucky
0: Levius. But again it's for the Warriors losing their linchpin in Blake yep. Green. Yep. Yeah, and with zero notice, which is the fucking worst time to lose someone.
1: I hate it yeah. when someone like, you know, aggravates a thing or Not has tightness yeah. or something like in the warm up before yeah. the game. Like, it's, yeah. It's the worst.
0: Oh yuck. Um, but to come out and play like they did yep. showed some definite improvement on what we've seen from them in the last couple of weeks. You would
1: definitely have to be, have to be pleased as a Warriors fan because they showed something that they haven't showed really this season. Or oh. yeah, maybe maybe week one, but week one was the dogs too. So it's like, eh, yeah, yeah, really? Did they? What was that? Yep. Yeah. So that part was great, and and you know, and Harris Tevita looks, yeah, he's he's looking like the good so far. And yep. I mean, and this one he had a, you know far greater responsibility. Yeah. And he handled it very well.
0: Yep, that's it.
1: The Rabbitohs though Cody Walker Now it's like Remember like Two weeks ago It's like oh Kiri's fucking Booked himself An origin jersey They're like Yeah maybe Cody Walker has though. Now it's like There's like a playoff (laughs) A new player has entered the game We got an embarrassment Of riches And that's without Even talking about The out of form incumbents
0: (laughs) Who do you If you have to pick Walker or Kiri Who do you pick Uh,
1: See I don't know if it's I don't know if it's The South should get Kicked out in me that Says Kiri,
0: <laughs> no, that would be your rational human brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what I mean. I don't know if it's the South should, should, should never have been readmitted to the comp in me, or if it's the ra- I'm not sure if it's you know, which one of the two it is. I'd like to think it's the rational person, but uh, but you know, there's undeniable. I mean, it's a great fucking performance from Cody Walker, 100%. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. And you know, then when you couple that with. You- who we thought until they got smashed by Manly that you know Adam Reynolds is fucking he's, he's, he's the other guy yeah. then you've got the club combination thing that yeah. you know there's, there's some powerful arguments in that direction yeah. uh, I don't like making wholesale changes to, to clubs but my god those fucking pen guns have shown nothing this year
0: I'd be happy if they get picked <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the same thing. Like, you know, the, I'd be hundred percent happy if that didn't get big. I would
1: love Queensland to continue blacklisting Cherry Evans, but unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen. He's, yeah, no. he's, uh, the, he's the, He's gone from the blacklisted pariah All to their the only captain. hope, Yeah, the captain Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. So yeah, look, un, unlucky Warriors, and uh, that stadium up at Sunshine Coast is great. I haven't been there since they did the rebuild and put the new. Uh, the, the new stands in there and stuff. I remember Manly when they had the relationship with the with the Sunshine Coast, usually Sunshine Coast be yeah. Eagles. Yep. They um they used to do a trial up there. It used to be called like I think like Quad Park or something like that up there. And yeah, it's a great spot up there. Is but Alex McKinnon, or- <laughs> yeah. um plenty of ramps, <laughs> like very easy to roll up to your seat there, and not the good kind,
0: <laughs> not the let's ramp ramps.
1: No, no, no. We're talking about Fortnite ramps. But- <laughs> With a very accessible stadium. It was back then, but now it's all completely new. It stands there and it looks fucking great. Um, and the Falcons, as they are now up there, are, are going very well in the local
0: competition. Alex McKinnon Park, that'd be called SITS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are part of the problem. Um <laughs> And Levy said, losing the chief playmaker just before kickoff and leaving it in the hands of a lad playing his second game and managing to go down by four isn't a bad effort. Plenty of good signs of improvement from previous weeks. That's a cuck loser talk. Josh from Facebook said, imagine if South had lost their best playmaker, Walker. So brave from the young Warriors. Hashtag, let's go on Warriors. And Dominic also from Facebook said, Qatar needs to be dropped him and Boyd had the same tackling clinic in the off season, and if another cunt says bringing Ashford, you got CTE, and if you don't, I'll give it to you. <laughs> such a it's, it's such a, a a treat to see Blake Ashford always popping up in the twenty one for the Warriors, and just <laughs> waiting for him to drop. Uh, the mighty Manly Seagulls twenty six smash the Newcastle Knights eighteen at their own fucking home place. 21,779 in attendance. Manley's 26 tries to George Tafua, Ruben Garrick, Joel Thompson, and Adam Fanour Blake. Cherry Evans, 4 of 4 conversions. The um, Knights tries to Edrick, Aiden Guerra, Mitch Barnett, and uh, sorry, Cherry Evans got a penalty goal as well. Uh, Mitch Barnett, Callum Ponga, 3 of 3 conversions.
0: And 3 daily endpoints.
1: 3 daily endpoints. Did you see that thing with fucking NRL online doing a video on Twitter? about two hours after the game, Kalen Pong's performance today versus Manly, and they showed like three or four times he ran the ball and made yeah. 20 metres or something. It's yeah. so, like, and what was the net total of all of that? They didn't... Intangible in benefits such as points? Fuck all.
0: You know what I've come to realise um, is that there is a contingent of social media users mm-hmm. who... Are not of our generation, and I'm talking not even these little fucking millennial twenty-year-old cunts. I'm talking sub ten. Really? Yes. In terms
1: and conditions of these services usually prohibit the use for those under thirteen years of age. Oh,
0: look! I'm not saying everybody reads the T's and C's <laughs> before they click accept. <laughs> um. Put it this way: they, if the, these kids would would have been prime targets to end up at Neverland or Notre Dame. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, and Ponga resonates with the kids because he's he young. Does. Yeah. He's got that little goose step that he does. He's fast. X-Factor. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he's their, he's their current social media darling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, the thing is about Ponga... Is while he has has been blessed with, you know, especially speed, mm-hmm. but also, you know, he has about a lucidness and like a, and a, a, you know, creative vibe that sometimes, you know, stuff comes off. Yep. The motherfucker's Derek Zoolander, though. Well, he's the reverse of Derek Zoolander because he can only go left. <laughs> You're playing fucking Manly Ringer side that on the right hand side in defense has a combination in the line of Brad Parker next to Kane Elge. And that combination in the game this weekend looked fucking rock solid. Yeah, Ponga every fucking time went left without exception. Went left, and even then though, I mean you're still you're still dealing with the cherry that has to carry cover for Fatsuli, yeah. and then and then rookie Ruben Garrick as well. Dare say probably an exploitable sequence of players there. But, you know, he kept running there, no no results, yeah. never tried the other side. Yeah. The other thing I want to say to LG, he's actually starting to fucking, like, warm up into the side. <laughs> Remember the whole talk about the Titans thing it was like, he's a fucking turnstile, blah, 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 yeah. you know, second only to, you know, Bryce Cartwright, yep. you know. One on one, he's actually become this year under the truly des Hazel, he's become a good fucking defender one-on-one.
2: Yeah.
1: He's prone to racing out of the line a little bit, but when he does, it's not like the Maloney thing where he slows him down. He actually sticks. Yeah. He'll actually go and get it. So he's he's actually learning. And in attack, this was the first game um of the season where now he's actually offering something in attack. He obviously feels comfortable and he's settled in. Mm-hmm. And I mean he put on that, you know, that great pass for George for the, the first try. And so I think now it's actually – it's getting to the stage now where finally Cherry Evans – I mean, Cherry Evans have a fucking great season. And I think part of that is because now LG's starting to move into the point where he's someone that the actually offers something so that the defense has to see it, yeah. you know, and not just, you know, gravitate towards Cherry Evans. Um Tough the goal line defence this year from the the last two weeks particularly there have been significant portions of the games where they've been under siege and down on whatever whether it's like mm-hmm. this game it was down on numbers because of you know Symbian or it could be a situations where you know they're down on like got no guys left on the bench because of you know HIAs and blah yep. blah blah and again they've just fucking like they the, the sort of shit that the, the under the under the sexy good bloke fucking regime. Would have been like, ah, oh, fuck it, trying to love me anyway. I'll just fucking, you know. It's just they're just giving that extra fucking fifteen to twenty yeah. percent when the chips are down. That's the difference between winning and losing tight games, you know, which is fucking yeah. very pleasing. And Now I think for the Knights, Mitchell Pierce well, I mean, he's, he's historically a dog fucker, but he's also a fucking <laughs> dog. The, the you know the the, the doggy fuck this time was the Newcastle fucking public because slipping into that shit or ducking his head as Newcastle players are renowned for doing to get a little fucking love tap from fucking Fenua Blake he fucked their side out of any chance of winning that game. He yeah. might have thought he might have thought I'm going to stay down and win a penalty and ultimately he did and not only that he got the fucking bonus undeserved fucking you know 10 like it was mm. essentially a send off because I mean he was off for for 10 minutes when there was 12 minutes left on the clock yeah. or whatever. But what he also did was and the most crucial thing he did was he robbed their fucking side of a playmaker for the last 10 yeah. minutes when they were chasing points to try and get back into the That's game? It. And uh, they offered nothing. The only thing they came close to doing in terms of scoring in that period of time was like some miracle fucking King Edrick's thing where he was getting dragged over the sideline and chucked the ball yeah. in. And it turned out to not be a try. But, um,. Yeah, and it was called back, but that was the only time that they cracked them at all in that last period of time. You know, just you know, no matter how well they were rolling down. Um, the other thing is um, Fennel Black, obviously one of the form props of the year, and absolutely cucked Clemmer to the point where. I don't know how comfortable I am with Clemmer being in the New South Wales side of origin side anymore. I don't think he's going to shit right ever again the way he got <laughs> fucked in this game. And it, it got to the point where he just went fucking mental at the end of the game. And like he's slagging off and shit like yeah. as Fanua's walking off to the sim bin. Yeah. And then, uh, then Finu of Lake's getting, you know, getting racially vilified by the the racist cunt Newcastle fans. You know, you know no surprises there. But um, then Clemmer to the point was so cucked that the full-time siren goes... And he's just calling, it's like, beep, and the players sort of come to the middle together and shake hands and, yeah, good game, whatever. Yeah. He just turned around and just marched straight down to the fucking okay. dressing room. So <laughs> if we're
0: done jerking off the fucking D V cockhead, hey, Blake.
1: Hey, I, just, I I, covered both sides of the game. Yep. I even talked about Ponga for far longer than he deserved. Cool. Ineffectual as he was.
0: What internet comments do we have on the game from the world wide web?
1: Dean, Dean K88 said, uh, seems like the Knights didn't have the juice to win that one. Exactly.
0: Juice or juice?
1: What is it with you and juice? I don't know. <laughs> My God, what's German for receptacle? <laughs> um, <laughs> Reichstagen. <laughs> uh, MJ Eagle 23. Great win by Manly over a Nathan Brown coach team. Definitely a Trent Barrett revenge win. Oh, wait. Uh, Jai kissed on the dick with penalties and the Knights couldn't do a thing you disrespected that jersey with your very untradesmanlike like performance <laughs> hashtag apprentices <laughs> hashtag our players heads are falling off <laughs> that's funny they, I mean they, they, they need to get fucking the Foo Fighters to come down and play a, a charity benefit the way they're fucking caved in, <laughs> in that, that fucking high, uh-huh. the only the only positive about that high-vis jersey that I can say in, in, this, in this occasion yeah. they didn't do it for the fucking game against the Tigers this year
0: yeah true that is the dumbest shit. <laughs> that is the dumbest shit.
1: Uh, Mario. Some teams lose their best player and make excuses. Real teams lose their best player and everyone else steps up. Hashtag go manly. Hashtag destiny. The Roosters thirty defeat the Sharks sixteen at PointsBet Stadium, dragging down the moral fiber of the fucking country with their gambling promotion to the, the Sharks fan, just like they've done with their race, the racism and their fucking drug use. Yeah. And they're they're just general cheating in general. Yes. Yeah. Salary cap. Yeah. Crowd of
0: 13, 470. Even took on a sponsor with a racist name. Points Bank is just making fun of people with eyes of Asian appearance. (laughs) (laughs) Roosters 30 tries to Kronk,
1: Luttrell, Teddy, Boyd Cordner, and Iqvalu. Luttrell, five of five conversions. The Shark 16 tries to uh, Josh Morris, Sean Johnson, and Jack Williams- Two or three conversions to Chad.
0: Now, I know you've already renamed Fluffy this week. (laughs) But this game (laughs) has given us a genuine new twill nickname. Josh Dugan did not train with the rest of the squad this week, he was in the recovery group. Yeah. Do you know what the, the injury was that he had that put him in the recovery it wasn't, it wasn't room? It wasn't a boil this week, was it? He was suffering from general soreness. <laughs> <laughs> that Dan <is> shot. His-
1: <laughs> General soreness on deck, sir. <laughs> it's like a B-grade rip-off of Major Pain. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, a higher in rank, but somehow, somehow worse and <laughs> less effective than Major Pain. Oh, that's tremendous! Yes. General Soreness <laughs> reporting for, for fucking. <laughs> General Soreness missing in action again. <laughs> well, I mean the score line, the final score line greatly flattered the Sharks. Yes. I mean, there was a point there where the Roosters were looking at a clean sheet as a real yeah. possibility. I mean, it was deep in the game. Yes. Before they uh, got their first try on the board. Um, some of the stuff was, you know, like, honestly, you know, some of the stuff was just just brilliant, you know, yes. slight, you know, touch with good fortune and whatever. Which is what you can do when
0: you Well, you what do you do when 12, you're not 18, making mistakes and you're... Down. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I mean, it was a, it was a very I mean, because it was actually it was quite a tight encounter leading into half time before yeah. they broke it open with that try with the, you know, yeah. the kick and everything. Um, sharkies though, they got a herniated vagina or whatever. Aaron Woods has got that's keeping him out of the games. Gallen's not playing in games where he thinks they're going to lose. Yeah, he's trying to duck the L thing. He's doing a fucking great job of it fucking too, mind you. Just incidentally, you got Dugan. You know, he's just looking to suck on the green dick whenever he can. <laughs> Who else they lost? They've got the fucking Moy- Moylands,
0: hamstring. hamstrings. This
1: is the this is the first. Well, I mean, young, yeah, immature hamstrings. I mean, it's what happens yeah, when you say so young? But this is the the sort of situation that they find themselves in now that they haven't really had to deal with right. so much over the last couple. Yeah, and they haven't had to deal with this over their last you know current no. you know, in, in inverted commas good. Period, Um, you know, and and usually you find when a team you know wins the grand final and has a great season, it's usually because they've used you know among the least players of of all teams in the comp. This year is not going to be that kind of year for the sharks, and with the experience and just key positions that that they've lost at the moment, they're struggle for the near future. And this and this game that was the biggest difference. I mean if they they put you know let's let's be conservative I mean they'll you know two of their tries would would junk time like the game yes. was over the roosters were leading like 30 points to four or something yes. so you know massively they they, they got a massive flattery but they should shouldn't for one minute think that that game was anything other than total
0: the roosters 2019 roosters remind me a lot in the consistency of their play style as the 2018. 2018- First half season Dragons, yep, where it's just that very simple roll, roll, roll. It's mm-hmm. hit, find your knees, get up, play the ball, hit, find your knees, get up, play the ball. And they've just got that much fucking strike power out wide. Like how many other teams have? Well, okay, you've got the Mitchell, yep, who is, you know, for all reports, the next Greek English. And then all of a sudden. Well,
1: Greg English maybe is the old Luttrell now. <laughs> That's it.
0: And then, yeah, all of a sudden, well, okay, well, uh, the, they're not going to Luttrell, but oh, it's fucking Tedesco. He's hung on to the ball, and now he's just scored on us. it.
2: Yeah. It's
0: fucking phenomenal the amount of attacking weapons they have out there. Kiri was fantastic again. Um, he's, he's probably not quite at Munster's level. Um, of consistency yet but fuck he's, he's not far off it just the the way that every game he's getting in and just consistently controlling games he's not
1: a so. dog either yeah true clean well, I don't know if he's clean skin but you know he's, he doesn't he has not got that that Josh Reynolds yeah Paul Gallen yep Josh Maguire yeah can't streak through him. which you know that streak I mean in a player that's in your side Fantastic! Oh, it's the best because it's yes. a galvanising force for yes. the fan for a fan base. However, yeah, you have anything else you want to say about the game? No. Devon Head, just like his playing days, John Morris is shown to be out of his depth as a coach.
2: Oof.
1: Um, I'll tell you what. Cam Smith's points record is like John Morris's game. playing record, <laughs> playing games played record. Yeah, it's that same sort of. So I oh get yeah, he was there
0: <laughs> for ages. <laughs> you, you remember, like, back in the the 40s where they used to make comedy movies about war? John Morris would be the guy, like, in World War I in, in the trenches who'd walk along and, you know, you'd see a dollar on the ground and he'd bend down. And, and the, the bullet
1: whizzes over. Alpha Ben RL, what a night full of, all well, eggplants. I assume it's a racial slur. Or maybe he means penises. Until uh, until lose kick. What a mood hoover. Kiri was on fire. Trell had a couple of moments. Too many errors still, and we lacked the effort when we thought it was one. And that's probably the only thing I would say about the Roosters, too. They uh, they manned up in, in the in the period where it was an actual arm wrestle. Yep. Pulled away, but then they sort of... And this happened you know, happened in the game against Manly as well. I mean, Manly piling the points in the second half against yeah, them. Um, although they got a lot closer than the Sharks did, incidentally. Um, Clevo. Rescored to be a 16-all draw when you take out Latrell Mitchell, considering he should have been suspended for weekend or for drunk weekend antics. One point each. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, Stuart Miller said, uh, A bag of dicks, no match for a team of cocks.
0: Dun dun, dun dun,
1: dun. The Dragons, 40, defeat the Bulldogs, 4. At, uh, down at Jubilee, uh, just under 13,500 in attendance to Dragons, 40 came from tries too: Aitken, Lafay, Mr. Rawalawa, Pereira, double to Ben Hunt and Zach Lomax. Conversions.
0: I like that you've gone that way with his name.
1: Which, is the way, which way do you
0: go for it? Every time I hear it, I think, if you know that thing on Rick and Morty that when you touch it, it explodes into water.
1: No, what, what's which? What's that? Oh, i I haven't watched them for ages. No, I'll
0: show you later.
1: When's the next season starting? No. With that oh, fucking not soon enough. Like I have watched season three like many times, but I haven't gone watch the other ones so much. Yeah. Um, Tim Lafai three or five conversions. Lomax Max has got a couple as well. Penalty goal to fire and Dogs. I tried a Smith, and that
0: is it. Yeah, it was a very different Dogs outfit than we've seen the last couple of weeks.
1: It was, but it was like a very fucking stupid dog's outfit. The thing that I noticed about this game, well, this is, you know, in my opinion, is it's the dragons were great in capitalising opportunities. Yes. You know, obviously, but the opportunities that they capitalise on, they weren't that fucking great, really. I mean, there were times when they'd score a try out there on the left when they'd it would they'd turn a two on two. And it would look like a two-on-one just because some guy was just off with the fucking fairies. Like, yeah. the center was. And and there were other occasions where, oh, I can't remember whose try it was. I think it was Pereira. But they've gone out to the left, and he's just, he's got the ball, and he sort of stepped inside and scored. Like, and But there were, like, three guys around him. Yeah. And you're like, it's kind of like he strolled in because of a big overlap. But there was three guys right there, and they just didn't tackle him. Mm. And there was a lot of that stuff, and I mean that's what really piled up the the points yeah. in the game.
0: And the, there was a bunch of other heartbreaking stuff for the dogs as well. Like mm. very early on, they looked to be mounting some attacking pressure of their own. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Ben Hunt ben goes steals and the fucking ball. steals the ball and <laughs> he takes away. off downfield. It, and, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that's Just got. To and that pretty
1: much it. set up the score for the next score for them, yeah, I think. Yeah. It.
0: Um, it, Lachlan Lewis. Well, you know you it's a a team sport and you you never want to single out one player but he had an unhappy afternoon
1: that was some fucking pristine white sneaks yeah and then they're like they're they're muddy as shit now it's like they're going back at the
0: cupboard yeah (laughs) um you know some some knock-ons at at really inopportune times and and some fifth tackle options that just Mm. weren't I I think he he, fuck I hope I'm only assuming here but but Really reading a little bit of, oh, you know, the dogs are on the up and up and up. And he's just fallen into that trap of every play needs to be a miracle highlight reel. Yeah. Instead of just getting into the grind and, and appreciating it for what it is.
1: Um. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything, anything else you can really say happy about the the dogs. I mean, this is what happens. I mean, there, there are there are some young players in that side, mm-hmm. uh, which have turned, which on their up days can turn their fortunes around, and yeah. you know play you know a certain way, which you know takes teams by surprise, like mm-hmm. we've seen in the last couple yep. of weeks. But then you do have these these you know dips.
0: And this is probably an, a good time to to mention again and remind everybody because we need reminding ourselves is that. You know, rugby league is a game of attrition mm-hmm. for 80 minutes. It's also a game of attrition over 20, 25 rounds. Yeah. You know, yep. The the great teams and the great coaches and the great players keep themselves up. So, yep. Young bloods.
1: <laughs> Aaron Amar said, uh, you have to respect Hopawada. He really sticks to his word. Here it is, a Sunday, and he's not playing rugby league. GT351 underscore John's. Crashing back to earth for the young pups today. Very, very poor and simple effort, errors, gifting points to the dragoons. The dogs need to learn from this poor effort today. Some youngsters hopefully learn from their mistakes and improve. He didn't even mention any
0: pemptide munching,
1: whatever he's used to say. Used
0: to, to Lincoln Linkin Park as we speak, I guarantee it.
1: Giannis, it's called Mateus. It's pleasing to see someone was listening to stepdad's advice regain game management. It's good to see Hunt is taking that advice and it's orgasmic that Cleary isn't. It's hurtful. For you, why he's just shitting on your team because your team's not playing very well and losing games.
0: Yes, yes. I've mentioned this phrase once today. As the kids say, I am negatively gearing in your head. <laughs>
1: uh, Sky said, uh, PSA
0: for Dragons fans, don't
1: fall for Ben Hunt's trap, it only leads to heartbreak. <laughs> Since the elite Broncos fans. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, the uh, dogs made us pay dearly for every mistake. You can get away with one or two, but when it happens constantly for 80 minutes, and it's always going to be a long day. Um, Trotters, dragons are the real pride of the league. Kick the scum sharks out of the eight and send the dogs to last all in 80 minutes of breezy football. And uh, Ree said, uh, "Also, would anyone else follow follow Graham into battle? Bloke gives everything every game. Fucking like knows he does. I do like that about him. I mean, he's a, he's a little bit." A little bit past it for mine now, but there was a period. Was it last year at the start when they were doing the, when the dragons were unstoppable? Yeah, that then fucking I would have that that Graham and, there was. Yeah, you know, like the you know that was peak Graham for me. Yeah. I mean, there was a time there for the dogs where he was where he was probably the same yep. like a season there. Probably the year they got the twenty fourteen grand final yeah. year. But uh yeah. At his peak, I mean, he's a player that like you just. I mean, there was there was a time like last year, like oh, you know, it was like that. He was like one of my favourite non yeah you know know, non manly players just for the way he went about it. That's it. The Raiders 19 defeat the Eels nil down in Canberra, just over 16,000. The crowds are starting to come back down there, obviously, and the uh, Raiders 19 tries to uh, Papali'i Whitehead and Whiten. Croker two or three conversions and a penalty goal look at that and you parody with uh, Cam Smith mm. the w- through the week and the Eels zero now this game like look this was one where the Raiders took all of their opportunities yes but this was a fucking grind for a while yeah it was um, the Eels yeah I feel like they defended pretty well across the entirety of the game yes um, the
0: first half hmm. at, like at halftime was only eight nil
1: and I mean, was it was it nil? It was nil all when they when they went for that pass from uh, across the, the the goal line when they and, um, sent was it Moses who had got mm. uh, you know downfield and passing into Gutho? It was going to be a try. Yep. And um, and well, I mean, it was forward, I've got absolutely no yeah, problem correct. with the decision. But wow, how things can turn just on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. A tr- that's a that's a that's a hundred and two meter try <laughs> turned into a set on a set defending on your own line yeah. again. You know,
0: ouch. Um. But the the second half, like you know, the was lost Fergo, which which didn't help them. Yeah. But first person in history
1: where the nosebeers have to travel further <laughs> to get, to get from to get from the fucking the toilet seat to to, to your brain <laughs> than they do to get from Columbia to Sydney. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I mean, you'd, you'd call it a a bypass on the freeway for trade if, you, if it if it saved your time, but yeah. I mean, it didn't. It fucking lengthened the journey by a factor of two it's, or three.
0: It's roadworks. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it's tough when when your your best attacking player goes, or arguably your best attacking player goes.
1: Well, I mean, it is kind of the part of you know. They got Takarangi and stuff, so, you know, oh, Fuck. don't, you
0: know, don, don't, don't fret,
1: don't despair. Don't an
0: offensive dynamo. <laughs> um, but what Canberra did that that's almost un like was respect the ball, was to get and, in.
1: And also defend.
0: Like, their defense this year. And 80 minutes. Hmm. You know? Um, did you see, uh, what's his name, Rappiner at halftime? No. No. So, he was coming off.
1: Half-time, i usually checking the socials on the app.
0: Well, that's what it's I did. I saw because I had the volume down. Yeah. And I saw all of the stuff going on about what Rapana said. Ah. So, I've gone on, rewound it, turned it up. Yeah. And he was getting the microphone in the face walking off. Yep, which, yep. And he said, and they said, oh, you're a bit disappointed. You had all that ball and you're only 8-0 up. And he said, no, nah, that's our game plan. We don't think they're particularly fit. So, we just got to keep uh, yep. doing what we're doing and we'll get them at the end of the game.
1: Yep the fucking balls of a camera player saying they'll get a team at the end of the game. I mean, what a mental what a mental shift in 12 months.
0: Yeah. I don't know much about brainwashing, but there's no natural way that Ricky's got them to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely some LSD or fucking... He's roofing them up yeah, before that. They... <laughs> that's it. Uh, but fuck, it came true. Yeah, you know? It works, yeah. Papali's been great this year for them. Um, Hodgson was quiet, but I think yeah. that was more so due to Parramatta. Really smothering him, yeah. Um, but no, across the park, Campbell very impressive. Yeah, and
1: and you know, early season, early season form like this, it's 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 a sort of thing where I mean, because they've had a, a similar-ish sort of roster for mm-hmm. the the dark horse to you know, dark horse yep. tag for like you know last two to three years. But now they have finally started, you know, in a in a way that yeah. you know is kind of living up to that. And you know, as a, as they presumably, you know, they'll they'll keep building because they haven't been like out of the blocks smashing teams or these yeah. uh, they, they've actually been based on great defense yeah and patience in attack which is something that you know where it was normally just ass in attack yeah <laughs> and just brilliance and you Pass know like and pine. fortunes yeah, yeah. In, in attack and then no defense like yeah, you know you're just trying to score more uh god of cheese au uh, good to see Dean Pay bring the same defensive steals to the dogs as he did to the Raiders as defensive coach. The Raiders look lost without him. And Maybe that's a, maybe that's the difference. Fuck. Voodoo Rock, real talk. After last year, if you said we'd be three and two after five rounds, every Para fan would have taken that before round one. It's our first proper crap game of the year. So I actually think it was a better performance.
0: The first half. Yeah. second half got sloppy, but yeah. they lost You know, players, and there was a reshuffle. So. Yeah.
1: Danny said, it's all good, fun, bagging Timmy Manor like we do, but to go up to Tapana on the sideline and check on him is something you'll never see from the likes of those purple fucks who intentionally injure countless players week in, week out. Shout-outs to Timmy Manor. That is true. It's true, and and you know what? I don't think it's ever been said or implied that Timmy is not a fucking top bloke and one of those sort of players that, on on you know, as far as conduct on-field and off-field, I mean, that, that all players should aspire to.
0: Really. He, he's one of those religious people I feel sorry for that actually genuinely believe it.
1: <laughs> John says uh, one team showed up, one team didn't. Simple. Kudos, Raiders. The fucking Canberra curse continues. I'm off to find my happy place at the bottom of a KFC hot and spicy three piece feed.
0: And uh, Jordan. Fuck me, they're three piece feeds now.
1: My, my main takeaway from, from tries being assessed by the bunker is you can get large chips for $2. <laughs> And I tell you,
0: I have gotta got respect that. Like you, you know, I remember when they came out.
1: If they were, if they would deliver, and it wouldn't cost me more than two dollars, I'd be eating fucking <laughs> every game. It'd be, every <laughs> time, every time a tries scored, I'd be getting fucking Uber to bring me two bucks worth of hot chips.
0: Okay, we we need to sit down and have a discussion about economics. <laughs> if you're serious about that goal,
1: <laughs> no, no, it's not a goal. I'm saying if that were the case, which obviously you know can't be, and's not. But, uh, no. but yeah, if it was, I'm just talking about, you know, this land of hypotheticals. <laughs> oh,
0: you're pathetic.
1: <laughs> Jordan um. said, I honestly, if Whiten died tonight, I'd piss on the cunt's grave. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that got done.
1: Oh, I love the Facebook group. <laughs> Previews. First off on Thursday night at points bet, that cancer of fucking society. Um, the Sharks take on the Panthers. Gallen returns. So clearly, Sharks feel very confident about this performance. And
0: uh, <laughs> Has Hilgenfeld in- got the print ready?
1: This is not the one, though, is it? He still needs another one after this, doesn't he? If it were to happen.
0: I'm saying it'll be one closer then.
1: Yeah, oh, he's playing. There's no niggling injuries in quotes, a or yeah, as as they commonly call it, niggling doubts about whether this team will win. He's super confident about this one. Um, what have we got here? You got Tim Grant up front, Campbell Gallard benched, and uh, Egan's back. A Katoa yes. benched, so you're going to get some Katoa time, but not from the start. Yeah, because you know who you got in Reggie's anyone. I think if anyone's knocking on the door, they'd be knocking no, on the door, there's no, right? There's, a, there's no one knocking on the door. They'd be in the 21 already if they were... Because these other two are not fucking doing the business. Yeah, no. Um, Look, what a great time. To, I mean, to take the, to get the Sharks when, with all the injuries that we mentioned previously. Yeah. It's it's a great thing.
0: You remember we played the Titans last week, yeah? Yeah, and you lost. Yes. Still,
1: the Titans are like a team. They're like a good team. With half their players injured,
0: yeah, that's true. Out
1: through injury, then you're kind of approximating a team that's slightly better than the Titans. Yes. So, um, so which means like it's a, it it should be a great close match.
0: I'm um, I'm fucking I'm I'm hurt by depth here. On one hand, I'm all for uh, CG getting benched to teach him something. On the other hand, it means our starting prop is Tim Grant. Oh uh, yeah. Um, fuck I. I hope that he just really wants to play first grade again and he rips in and and absolutely destroys everyone he comes in contact with.
1: Tamau now has the captaincy all to himself. Tamau has the
0: captaincy. um, I didn't realise
1: it was a playoff. I don't think I thought it was just everyone was a captain. Yeah, everyone's a captain. But they're like, oh, now that that uh, process has completed, we have deemed that James Tamau will be the captain.
0: Maybe Nathan got home last week and said, I don't want to be captain. Yeah, maybe you said fine.
1: Sounds a bit, you sound a little bit like a like, like Kim Hughes,
0: <laughs> the 12th man version. <laughs> <laughs> um, Panda 13, plus, put your house on
1: Unlikely, I think I'll be tipping. Hey, incidentally, I tipped the Titans, changed it on the afternoon of the game, just just got a vibe.
0: I've always said you're a shit cunt human,
1: and uh, and, and you know what. If Cheekham had known his fucking role and got tackled with the ball, I would have gone out of eight <laughs> for the week. <laughs> uh, the Doggies take on the Rabbits at ANZ. Look, the Rabbits are rolling along pretty nicely at the moment. Um, you got Burgess back in, um, in the starting lineup. Yep. Uh, look, the Doggies, even if this were an up week, their forwards cannot fucking contend with the, you know, the Burgesses rolling at them and Damien Cook flying out of fucking them. No. They can't, not even on their best no. day. And so for that reason, Sharks easily put a score on. Rabbits. So sharp sure, yeah, Rabbits, my mistake. These, are uh, these shit teams that should be kicked out of the comp start bleeding together after a while, <laughs> uh, after 11 PM. <laughs> the Storm, take on the Roosters down there at the Korean Housewife. Top of the table, Clash. Um the the two most consistent and best performing sides across the competition this season so far. Um this we always I mean or you know, I always kind of defer to Melbourne at home and you know, when in doubt go with that. Yeah. But they got Vooney back and so Shandor's dropped. Uh as he would have been anyway, and they would have, you know, just found some fucking grave digger from <laughs> for Bellamy's fucking decks to, yeah. to, to play. Um, the Roosters have got uh, letters coming back. I think, you yeah, know, this is the one game where I really have to pause and think, I feel that the Roosters are traveling better. I mean, the Storm are winning their games and they're grinding out some, some very tough, close wins. No matter how poorly they play, they just seem to get it done. Mm. But if they put on that poor shit that they did in the first half versus the uh the cowboys and if they put on the almost entire game performance they put on against the dogs the week before roosters will fucking roll them
0: i would suggest that the roosters have fewer weaknesses across the park melbourne have switched off a little bit lately
1: they have a very consistent level of performance base level performance as a side yep However, I think at this early stage of the season, and you know, this this you know probably won't hold for the entire year. But at this stage, early on, where teams don't have their combinations fully working the mm-hmm. way they should be, the Roosters are the most complete looking version yes. of themselves out of these two. You know, yeah, certainly
0: correct. No, I'm tipping Roosters. It's
1: only Roosters, and I, I don't know what the tipping is on this. What the what the 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 TAB's saying on this? But I would imagine it'd be an upset for the Roosters to win down there. I do got- but in any case, going for the Roosters. Warriors take on the Cowboys at Mount Smart Stadium. Blake Green is back. Mm. Unless he late withdraws his he's side again and dumps him in the shit. Um, Cowboys, what have we got here? What's going on with obviously Nanny, nah, McDon- obviously Nanny McDonald's got no, you knocked. Not- Storm and Roosters are both at a dollar ninety. Okay, there you go. Mm. I'm sure it wasn't like that when I actually ended my tips earlier today, so it's, it's firmed up one way or the other. Um... Okay, so Scott Bolton's coming back, you know, following his, uh, you know, little rapey-rapey, whatever it was that he did. <laughs> uh, oh, it's only a couple of weeks now until he does his, he does his uh, speech to all the clubs and shit. Yes. About yeah, three or four weeks. Um, Justin O'Neill replaces Nadia McDonald. That is a massive net loss <laughs> right there. And uh, as the artist playing, he is. Yes. Okay. So cause I th- he was in some doubt, I thought, as well. Um, look, I don't I don't think it uh, particularly matters.
0: If the, wa- if the Warriors-, Warriors can get opportunities out wide, I don't think there's any way that they compete, that the Cowboys compete defensively with, with what people like Fuss can throw at them.
1: Really, I think the Cowboys can only hold them for a certain amount of time. And if they win, it will be by dragging them into an ugly sort of encounter where they can force them to make mistakes that oh, are in their game.
0: That's it all... Oh. You know, yeah, like last week when their try came from, from TMM pouncing on a, a spilled ball. Yep. That sort of stuff. So, yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: yeah, but I mean, when you look at it on paper, you're like, my God, the Warriors should just fucking just obliterate them. There's 20
0: points a week in that Warriors squad on paper.
1: Yeah, at least. Yeah. At least. But uh, look, yeah, I'm going to tip the Warriors at home yep. anyway, especially after the good showing last week. The Dragons take on the mighty Manly Sea Eagles at Wynn Stadium no changes to the squad for the dragons they had no changes to the manly squad as well but i do know that fenua blake has copped a two-week suspension so in that case i believe Toff Sipley will start in his place and morgan boyle who is a a mid-season acquisition who's uh came from the titans i believe and played about 17 or so games first grade games for them and apparently he's killing it been killing it in reggie's and I believe that he is in twenty at the moment, but I think that he may move on to the uh, yeah make his debut for the club. Problem with this game is while well, I'm super confident about the way that Manly are playing and defending at the moment, especially when you put in relation to the fact that the the game against the Dogs or Dragons had any team that had pride in their goal line defence mm. would have. Cut off minimum fifty percent of those of those yeah, shitty true. tries they score, true. and so I have a lot of confidence. However, while I hate statistics and histories and everything, it's we never fucking win at Win Stadium, like never. It just it just doesn't fucking happen, and so for that reason, I think it's going to be a tough one. Um, just through no, nothing to do with personnel or <laughs> anything like that on either side. It's just some of these hoodoo's are. are are there, and they just never seem to fucking change, yeah. and that's the biggest reservation I have about it. Because otherwise, I mean, the, the side's playing well despite some key outs. I think for Noel Blake being out is massive. Yep, I mean because he's just just a fucking beast. Uh, but you know, if if it means that you know one of these other guys that steps up in his in the void that he's created can team up with Tapau maybe, and you know get something going, that you know that yeah. ultimately benefits our prop rotation down the line, then I'm all for it. But um, it's going to be a tough one. Dragons. The Titans take on the Knights. Sorry, mainly 13 plus. Uh, Titans take on the Knights at uh, at the Hope Solo. Shannon Boyd is back. Jared Wallace was suspended, and um, Brimson is uh, has a thumb injury, doesn't he?
0: That's unfortunate. Mm.
1: The Knights. Okay, so Guerra's is obviously gone because I mean. You know, they talk about, you know, when people yeah. do the steps in, in in basketball, they talk about, you know, breaking someone's ankles. Well, it actually literally fucking happened yeah. on this occasion. And Aguero, he's gone for God knows how long.
0: I haven't seen something like that since. You remember that old kickboxing video from like early uh, days of the internet? Yeah,
1: yeah. I know what you're talking about.
0: The guy blocks a yeah. kick with his shin and yep. then he goes to step on it and it's just yep. not there anymore. Yeah. That, that, that
1: WWE one with, with, with Sid Vicious jumping off the top rope and, la- and breaking his leg when he landed like, and it's just less oh, fucking disgusting. Yeah, as well, yeah, I know that one too. Um, so, Herman S.E.S.E., he's really out of favor of that club, hey? Mm. I, saw, I heard, who was it that was going to pick? You know, there's potential like a mid season buy, like someone would be buying him mid season to get know. him off there. So, I don't know what he's I mean, to get on the wrong side of a super coach like Brownie, you must be a really good player. <laughs> 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 um, look, it's. It's just hard to, it's, it's, it's hard to tip against the Knights because they're playing the Titans.
0: Why well, are they playing?
1: Hope Solo. But the Titans are a side that can get a roll on when things are going great. Yeah. And the Knights do some stupid fucking shit. You're right. And it's becoming abundantly clear that Nathan Brown
0: is not a very good coach. I am tipping the Titans. Oof. I don't know
1: if I can go so far as tipping them, but it's it's something that I definitely i am considering. It's probably the hardest game for me to pick of the week. The Raiders take on the Broncos down in Canberra. is injured, otherwise unchanged. Matt Lodge is out. Payne Haas uh, shifts the prop, and uh, David Fafita comes into the starting side. Look, it's hard to tip the Broncos at the moment, and you know what? The they're not travelling that great. They're not re- they not really offering even much in attack. Yeah, and even if they were, Canberra's defence is it's it's, it's solid. solid. It's solid so far. Yeah, and so if they were, even even if nothing else were to happen other than Canberra defending solidly, I still feel that there's enough Leipana bullshit yes to get them enough points to beat this Brisbane Broncos yep. side. So for that reason, Canberra, congratulations, you're winning again. Yep. The Eels take on the Tigers at Wank Best Stadium. The uh, Premier or the anchor tenants, West Tigers, first to sign their contract, um, take on the Parramatta Eels in what is supposed to be their home.
0: So field. the Tigers are, let's say, the Luke Brooks in this situation. Yes. Nice. The Eels in this ultimate reality everyone else signed on as well they didn't fuck off to better places <laughs> uh,
1: who we got here Oregon Kafusi and Ray Stone on the bench they've dropped Kane Evans and Gower so that's uh, well they've dropped them out of the 17 anyway at this stage so I can't see them come back the Tigers no changes to the 21 man uh, squad and no Fergo no Fergo well you know this is the thing he's been named inside did he go off with ribs? Okay, so here's the situation. It's a. It's really more a matter of what the situation with the nose is than the ribs, because generally with rib injuries, it's more about it, It's more about how much pain the player can tolerate. Can with, yeah, yeah. Versus like it, it. actually being something that prevents them from yeah. playing. However, you know, obviously a player. With, Rib injury, elects to play and just gets fucking hammered yeah. in the ribs yeah. all game. Yeah, What what effect that has, so, I mean, yeah. you know, I guess he just needle up. But you would have to think that he's either not going to be there or he's going to be severely compromised, even with the nose thing. I mean, yeah, you can't hit people in the head. You can do
0: plenty. But there's tackles. plenty
1: of contact that can happen to it's, heads. Well, in It's, the, it's yeah.
0: like what Camper were doing last week. Every time he was tackled, after that happened, yeah, every time he was tackled, They'd brush their hands over his face yep. as they were getting up. Yep. And it was completely- And
1: Didn't it's even happen- when you sw- you turn him on the back and then you sort of, you know, pivot your body like, you know, yeah. s- across, his- across his face, then stand up, you That's know, things it. like like Shit like that. It,
0: it fucking hurts it a nose. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's going to be, at best, he's going to be severely compromised. Rough one. It is a rough one though. I mean, you know, the, the eels can stay in a grind- for a long period of time, but
0: the Tigers... If the Tigers get out to a good start here...
1: I think even if the Tigers can can maintain parity for the first 50, 60 yeah. minutes, I think they'll come. They finish over the top of them because I think they've got a superior level of fitness to a lot of sides. True. And I, and I think they can finish strong. Um,
0: and a, a sloppy Parramatta is, is something Josh Reynolds could take full advantage of. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough one to it actually... To pick the winner though, isn't it? I was gonna it? say flip the coin for the home team, but they're both fucking home teams.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're both home teams. Oof. Look, I think with no confidence, I'm gonna tip the Tigers. Yeah, same. So maybe that's the uh, and then I look at what I put in on sports bet uh-huh. uh, on uh, on footy tips, sorry, and I think I tip the Eels, so yeah, there you, go. There you fucking go. But um, that's called hedging, yeah. So look, I think it's actually gonna be the Eels that win now, uh, based on my, my previous thoughts. Um, so yeah, congratulations Eels, You get to win at your, um, pseudo home ground that is really a soccer stadium. Any notes for the mailbag this week? That's not to say that there wasn't any mailbag stuff. I just fucking... Obviously, I forgot. Um, however, great job from Biggest Tiger uh, giving us some tour Tourist sticker updates from uh, Henson Park, Birch Grove Oval, and Leichhardt. Fantastic. Uh, to say they're still in, um, in play the first time. He actually... Like included in the tweet the the, the hashtag not the hashtag, sorry, the, the handle for Leichhardt Oval. And he's saying it's Whoops. still it's still up there. And I said, Well yeah, I mean not anymore. <laughs> You've given them a picture of where it actually is. <laughs> but uh yeah interested to see where the new ones uh the, the new stickers come up to um forked out a little bit extra to get them die cut as well you know you know the shape of them like the you know yeah, the triangle yeah, edges get, rather than get clear or white you know like that on the edges They're actually going to be die cut as well so yeah they're looking good and um went through the proofs and everything on friday i think it was and so they're all uh they're in, in production as is the rest of the stuff as well so um yeah looking forward to all that stuff and um I have to remind me, I have to, have to show you the, the, the coffee thing as well. Like, oh, but, <laughs> but, uh, once, once we get the, you know, grab the proofs and I can put them up in there for people who become members as well. Um, and yeah, on the subject of memberships, they are now closed. All the items are in production. Um, we probably won't have any polos left. I, I maybe some XLs. I think. I think I went over it with a couple of XLs. Um, that but, was
0: fucking record time. Yeah,
1: we will. We will have. I've made sure I I got like you know probably an additional sort of 10 percent of cups as well. Like yep. just just if we want to give them away, you know, competitions and you know stuff like that, and, and you know we'll probably chuck some up for sale as well any surplus items um and no uh, that's it for 314 thanks for listening everyone and uh, as always interact with us on twitter at twi league interact with us on facebook.com forward slash this weekend league and get on facebook and look for hashtag twill nation hit the group and uh if you're not in there already and it's great we're getting like it's you know like 30 40 a week you know new coming in there so it's building it's almost tripled since the off season so uh, which is good to see and uh, some good chat in there as well and i i love the i love the threaded nature of just the organization of there's a thread and it's about the thing that it's about, and it's all in there. And, yep. then, and then there's the next thing. Yeah. And you're not having like you know ten conversations at in once, month, like yeah. in, a, in in Twitter with you know various people bombarding. So it's great. Um, iTunes. Uh, to get it's fu- fucking weird the way that Apple have, have fucked around with the algorithm again over the last sort of six to eight months. It's it's weird. I have no fucking idea. No. They tweaked it again.
0: Shout out to um, fuck. I'm sorry, dude. I forget who it was. Whoever you are. But somebody sent us an article about how Apple do the algorithm for podcasts. Oh, they? Yeah. Are they? Where they send that to? I, I don't know. I didn't read it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: send it. To, send it to me, and because uh, yeah, because I, I am interested. I mean, it would have to it would have to be speculation though, because I mean, it's not like they don't reveal anything about it. No. So it's what someone's you know probably trying to figure out. That's the it. Latest. Yep. Um, but in any case, you can help us by uh, subscribing to the show on iTunes if you haven't already if you have you can unsubscribe and subscribe again that actually fucking works strangely enough um but reviews are also huge so uh, take yourself to the podcast section on iTunes go to the sports and recreation category and uh we're in the what's hot section um usually uh check there click in the show choose a rating star rating leave a review and we got uh one from Mario Seags so I guess it's an updated one because I'm sure he would have done one in the past but uh the Manly Seagulls of podcast five stars the title says it all if there are any podcasts better than this one, they're probably filthy cheats like the Melbourne Storm and do not deserve any time in your ears. Tell them to go to hell and switch to this instead. 40 tips. I'll tell you, I'm not appearing in the 10, but I made a fucking... That 7 out of 8 gave me a gigantic <laughs> move. I went from literally about 107th yeah. to inside the top 40 and, I, and only like 1 or 2 points out of the top 10. It was fucking crazy. Very congested at this stage. Things that's... Um, so it's better than trying to do it at round 15 or something when you've got to make up, like, fucking 12 points or something. Uh, Claire Simo maintains the lead. Well, oh, fuck me. What have we got? One, two, three, That's four. That's fantastic. we got a five-way tie on top.
0: And I promise I won't mistake Claire with other Manly fans. That was just an excuse, that- though. You didn't mistake it. No, either. I legit did. I was that <laughs> tired.
1: Claire Simo, Thakos, axes on. Toozy and Benji's power band all on top, and uh, Claire just narrowly on the for and against thing, you know the margins yep. by one point. Oh, and then then from two to three, it's another point as well. So it's very fucking Jesus. close at the top there. Uh, then from five through to sorry six through to ten, also uh, they're on twenty eight points, one point back, and we've got Simon F, Lance Hardwood, that guy's a fucking porn star for sure, Hebs, Pele, and Matt F, rounding out the top ten. Supercoach, the notorious PODs, they're going to fucking win it all. They've been on top since day one. And they don't have a, a huge lead on uh, on second place. But we've got a couple, we've got four of the teams now inside the top thousand. So good on you, fellas. And they are the notorious PODs, Lightning Tips, Totto's Terrors, and uh, Amphi's Roosters. Then further back, we've got Sam Seals, the Hot Cosbys, Turn Down for What? The Engine Room, Dingbats, and Super Turbo Bros. So, congratulations to our top 10. Uh, keep up the good work. And that is it. I don't have anything else to add. They it quickly.
0: Yeah. I was thinking we really should start doing. And I so don't know that, if we can or if it's too late. Oh, we probably can. You know that. I say without knowing what you're going to say next. You know that Fraser Anning come? <laughs> oh, yes. You know how many votes, primaries you got?
1: was well, something like, like 18 or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So, you want to get someone into the Senate?
0: Why the fuck are we not running? Stepdad for the Senate. <laughs>
1: well, okay, so this is a very—I mean, you've, you've given this virtually no thought. Yep. Do you have any policies in which you get? I mean, let's face it—you know, you, you, you're not, not going to have much of a mandate if it only takes 18 votes to get in.
0: But I am pro receptacle.
1: What are you going to do to stop little little cunts putting an egg on your head?
0: You know, I I believe in freedom of eggs. <laughs> also. I hate fucking vegans, so I True. welcome people smashing eggs on me.
1: All right. And so, sorry, what was the, the, the first thing I missed? I'm, I cut you off when you were talking I, about, something about receptacles. I have a
0: pro-receptacle policy.
1: What does that mean? It means I enjoy receptacles. Yeah, okay. So, so do we all. Why,
0: why vote for you, though? Well, I will promise. Oh, here we go. I like this already. Receptacle farms <laughs> in every major city.
1: Fuck Me okay, so okay, so am, am I? So
0: I've just solved two problems.
1: <laughs> if I'm paraphrasing, you're talking about some sort of sex slavery ring.
0: Well, think of it this way I've just solved two major problems. We're not going to have any more of those incel cunts walking around trying to shoot everyone, okay, because they won't be incel anymore.
1: So, what's so, over? Okay, so so you get like an, an incel, let's like just like for argument's sake say his name's James now. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so and so he's he's like I'm I'm gonna go and shoot up mosques in Christchurch and then and then Stepdad comes in with his plan that does what to prevent that.
0: Well he won't even get to that level of anger. Because Because he can take his frustration at the shit Bulldogs play out at one of Stepdad's government funded receptacle farms. So these
1: are essentially essentially brothels.
0: Yeah. That's it. <laughs>
1: And but can- they're what they're free though because they're government subsidised. Well, so no, he fr- can
0: use his Centrelink card. Okay. And put a pin number in, but I've solved two issues: no more incels wanting to shoot up mosques, mm-hmm. and I've gotten everyone off Manus Island. But
1: you would say, okay, so so you're just going to turn the the, uh, the detained the, the, the detained
0: refugees into prostitutes? Well, that's what would have happened to them anyway if they'd got here. <laughs> Tra- I think the I
1: think you and Fraser Anning are going to be cannibalising quite <laughs> off each other at this point. <laughs> human
0: trafficking is a thing. <laughs> um, I'm pro rugby league expansion.
1: Okay, so we, where would you? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, as a, as an Australian politician, you, you know that takes any like New Zealand cities off the thing. So where are you going to expand to? Perth? Or are you going to expand to Central Coast, Adelaide, second Brisbane side?
0: Well, no, it, it has to be Perth. Okay. And I will have a government funded what's that fucking referendum mm. on which team goes to Perth. Okay. And then I'll just send the sharks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So so it actually it'll actually be more like a plebiscite. It'll be like a non-binding thing where you just want to hear what people have to say, but you're like, going to send the sharks over like anyway. I'll call
0: you all plebs and say fuck off sharks. Yeah. Rugby league is a subject in schools.
1: Okay. And so what, would it be like the history or is it like PE, like where everything. you're learning to play it? or
0: Fucking everything. Okay. Get some appreciation in these little millennial cunts. Yep. Sounds good. Free public transport to games so manly fans can travel.
1: Well, I mean, I travel to the Lang Park because it's free public transport to games up here.
0: That's it. So. I'm improving the nation. I've lo- I've just lowered crime i not thought. a lot of crime. I'm not sure. Let's be real. <laughs> no, with fucking
1: Chapo's not shooting anyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, terrorism. You've not. You've, you've, you've actually. You've actually cured terrorism.
0: That's it. I've just helped. I've just done what that handsome young lady hasn't been able to do.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Everyone or, or any political party in the world. Everyone from Manus is here, living yep. in harmony. Yep. Everyone's happy. Surely we could get more than twenty <laughs> votes on that.
1: I was gonna say, like, would you rather be in in uh, you know in a, in a squalid detention on an island or getting railed by people that no one else wants to fuck? I mean,
0: <laughs> the scales yeah. are fairly balanced, <laughs> but afterwards, yeah, there's no Westfields on Manus Island, is there? Yeah, that's true. I'm not keeping them prisoner. You so, know? There's
1: no snail trails on Manus Island. <laughs> is <there>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Okay, do you have any? Looking nine to five. (laughs) No, I'm done. All right. Stepdad in the Senate, vote. All right. I need political power. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs)